Hello, and welcome to episode 83 of Nerd Speak. Your award winning podcast is back. Uh, I am Ted, and with me, as always, is my older brother, Brian. Hello, world. And with us, we have a very special guest. Brendan McAvoy's finally back. What's up, assholes? <laughs> he had a we, nice, nice little hiatus. Uh, yeah, I just took a week off. <laughs> a week, my ass. <laughs> You've had some things going on. Dude, yeah, it's been a lot. I can't talk about some things because some people listen to this podcast, but... <laughs> well, you pretty much just dug that hole anyway. Well. <laughs> right? And we're also joined by a, a truly a special guest. Uh, Brian Tisdale is here with us. Woo! Right. <laughs> what makes him so special? Because uh, he is technically my uncle. In-law. <laughs> In-law. <laughs> but, but uncle. We'll just say uncle. Uh, just say uncle. So, yeah, and it fits the theme. You, you're just a few days, a month older, a few That's, days older than me? Yeah, I, like, do you don't know when his birthday is? I'm trying to remember, asshole. That's really mine's, rude. Mine's a what second. Kind of, what kind of nephew are you? Yeah. yeah. So, so two, you're, yeah, two you're, weeks apart. You're just two weeks older than me. What a terrible so. nephew. No, you're two weeks Tell older me than about me. That's right. I remember now. Sorry. I'm an asshole. Yeah, no, you're just older. I'm just older. <laughs> 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 Senior moment. Yeah. Fuck, fuck all you guys. <laughs> uh, but Brian is also a local artist. I guess, yeah. You sure. guess you've sure. had you've had art shows I've in the area, in the area, yeah. and you've had your items hanging in places of businesses. <laughs> so, uh, you, do you? So do you technically? You sold one, right? I've sold some stuff. Okay, so that definitely yeah. makes you an artist. Right. To, to people I don't wait, know. Wait, wait, exactly. yeah, <laughs> really a weird feeling. Have you paid taxes on things that you've sold? I've never sold anything. Okay, then you're not an artist. <laughs> Well, you would be. There's our, no pain in your art. <laughs> yeah, you'd be officially our second guest interview. The first one was with uh, Gordon Stain. Strain. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Gordon. <laughs> Which uh, we we need to correct something with that. We never promoted him while he was on. No, yeah. So it being our first interview, we were pretty much. Nor did we take a picture or do anything. But I did. Anything. I did. I did put links to his. Uh, his uh, website and stuff in our show notes, so they are there. Oh, well, aren't so you awesome? I did, I did try to make up for that, and I did apologize to him, and I'll publicly apologize to him again. And just in case you didn't read the description, you can find Gordon on well, – you can find him on Facebook. Uh, he's Gordon the Professor Strain on Facebook, and then he is just Gordon Strain Art on Instagram, uh, and then his website is www.gordonstrain.com. And if you go there, you can see some of the pieces that he uh, talked about creating on the podcast. Do you know Gordon, Brian? I've met him. You've met him? But okay. I, I don't really know him real well. Gotcha. But okay. I definitely know who he is. Who really knows him. <laughs> That's, That's <right>. true. <laughs> but Brian, apparently, he's a big bicycle enthusiast, so Brian knew him and kind of brought him in that way. And I know him because he's a big rum enthusiast. Yeah. He came into my bar all the time. So, but lucky you, you're related to us, so yes, <laughs> by marriage. <laughs> so. Um, so, Brian Tisdale, we'll start with you. What uh, What's the last movie you saw? What are you watching nowadays? Uh, last movie I saw in the theater was uh, Gremlins. It's over here at the Dollar. Did you theater. go? Yeah. You went? Oh yeah. no, it's no, the you didn't go theater. to the IMAX. No, no, no. I it was okay. over here at the Dollar Theater, and uh, me and Caleb ran over there last Saturday. Nice. And, Wait, and what so, Dollar Theater? Uh, movies 8 over here. Movies 8. In Greenwood? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they're showing. They do old movies. They they have been recently. Weird. They had Beetlejuice around Halloween. Halloween, and next week they're gonna have the Christmas Story, which is kind of stepping mm, on the art. Kind of stepping on art craft a little bit there, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Well, Get see, them. that's weird because on the first, that was Saturday the first. Mm-hmm. That the IMAX did Gremlins, Gremlins with uh, Zach Galligan. Galligan there doing a Q and A. Really? See, like, I, did, I had, I had that no would be idea. Cool to go I would have rather gone to that, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But uh, it was still cool to see it on the big screen. Sure. Had, had Caleb seen it? He'd seen it a couple years ago. Okay. Um, and Caleb's your youngest son. Yes. Yeah. And he's what? High freshman? He, he's a sophomore. Sophomore. Yeah, he'll be yeah. 16 here in a couple months. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is. So I, it, that that's not really a new movie. Um, the newest, I uh, also this past weekend, I watched... Uh, on the recommendation of Caleb, um, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs on okay. Netflix. I, I heard it's really good. I haven't got to watch it yet. The, yeah, the first twenty minutes are fantastic. I've okay. watched it like three times. It's like six segments. It's six vignettes, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, um, the first one is very good, funny, very Coen Brothers. Okay. Um, and then it kind of just gets a little more gloom and doom as it goes along interesting but okay. they're, they're, it's definitely worth a watch and you did watch all of them yes okay yeah yeah and there's it, there's some definitely quotable parts okay. but i yeah I, I recommend it um yeah it's it's one that you can actually split up over a couple of days too if you want to because of the segments i was listening sure. to the uh 12 guests of christmas on doug vinson's and they were they were just getting into it because somebody said it was like the last thing they watched and then like half of the guests are like fuck that movie the other half are like it's the best movie ever well i yeah i definitely i watched the first half and then was like okay i can't take the rest and then i watched the rest later okay um and it it's yeah if you're in a depressed mood it's probably not a good thing to watch some of it (laughs) it'll just send you right down yeah but uh yeah the the actual first uh segment that's called the ballad of buster scruggs is fantastic okay in Hmm. my opinion but they're, it's all six are done by Cohen Brothers, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like stories of the prairie or the sure. west or whatever. Huh. But uh, interesting. Yeah. Brandon, what about you? Uh, so to kick off the holiday season, I watched uh, Love Actually while putting up the tree. Somehow uh, I've avoided that. My wife loves that movie, and I have never seen it. Never seen You've it? You've never seen Love Actually? Get I, the fuck I, out I, of I here. Are you I, I've somehow avoided it. Such a good movie. Is that the such a good movie. Jack Black one? No, no wait. Which one? That's the, the holiday. That's the holiday. Love Actually is the one that takes place in England. It's got all the Brandon. stories. Brandon. How did he get in here? <laughs> all the separate stories, and they all sort of tie into each other. Well, I knew it had something to do with England, so I didn't know if it was that one with Jack Black and what's-her-name when they switch Kate apartments. Kate Winslet and Cameron yeah. Diaz. Switch places, yeah, and then Jude Law and Black Jack Black, Aren't they? Smash, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it was that one. No, Love right. actually is I'll like check it right out. after, not too long after nine eleven. It was yeah, like the December after nine eleven. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah, and it's you know, it's awesome. We watch it every Christmas Eve. I also didn't yeah. realize that I like, and I feel like it happens every year that I figure out it's rated R. I'm like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> But then it's like, I, but like if you asked me like in the street, like I'd never be like, yeah, that's a rated R movie. Probably just mostly for language. In the boobies. Well, I'm in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The pictures. There's the pictures and then Martin Freeman's storyline. Oh, yeah, yeah, Our yeah. Her boobies yeah, yeah, are yeah, all out right. and you see his butt Spoiler alert. Oh, oh, I do remember when this came out and it, I remember for whatever reason, it seemed like it was going to be depressing or 
No, it's sad. Quite the opposite. I it goes there it. and then it like lifts right back up. Like it, yeah. it pulls a sully. It lands. It, it lands us. <laughs> it took like a second for me to catch. But yeah. Well done. It lands us <laughs> safely. It pulls a sully. <laughs> you can good. use that at home. You can use it. That's license. That's a free one. Uh, so we watched that, and uh, and we watched. I mean, we've been watching a few, so I've seen like Elf and Vacation. Uh, but theater wise, I've seen the Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh, yeah. you went and saw it. Yeah, and and I am optimistically hopeful for the series. Yeah, I think a lot of people that like you were talking about, like it was so nerve wracking listening to the podcast from last week with you two <laughs> I, was just, I mean i was yelling at the radio the entire time like you idiot no it's not that and i was just like and then at the end you were like well it probably would have been another 20 minutes if brendan was here and it's, yes it would have been yeah but i saw it it was did really we, I, did I, I didn't spoil it did i in the podcast you didn't spoil it but i can spoil it here now so if you want to see the, i mean it's been out for almost a month okay uh so they pull very in its I am hesitant to use it because of the gravitas of the situation and the movie and the movies involved, but it is very much like an Empire Strikes Back yeah. for Harry Potter. Blasphemy. Have you seen it? What Harry Potter? No, the Grindelwald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, no, no, I have. Do not. you intend to? No. Okay. So they, the kid that they're chasing around the Credence, which is Ezra Miller from the first one, they announced that he is a Dumbledore, a surprise Dumbledore. That none of us have ever heard of. No stories have ever been regaled or recalled of this instance. You know, we hear about the Albus and Grindelwald storyline a bit in the books and in the movie, but no mention that there was. And so because of there being no mention and because of the way that it has played out in the series, because I'm obviously a huge fan of the series, I don't believe that this is as deep as everybody's like making it out to be i don't think jk is that big of an asshole to write some sort of bullshit storyline why would like that be this. what makes it bullshit i guess i'm because there is no ever mention of another dumbledore brother that like them dropping the dumbledore names seems very like ex machina it seems very like jumping the shark Everybody yeah. just got like super shitty. Like Aaron, who's my girlfriend, is also a big fan, was like, "No, I did not like this movie." And I was like, "Well," and it's like you have like this movie is very dependent on the next movies that come out. So it's okay. Like now, I had read when you hear that Darth Vader is Luke's father, you're like, "What the fuck?" And like, uh, you know, some people like hate it, some people loved it. Obviously, the first time. I think Brian's the only one old enough to remember what it was like maybe to see that firsthand in the theater. Oh, I, I remember going to the theater to see Empire. Do you, how old were you? Oh, Empire? Yeah, Me? I was uh, six. six. Yeah, thank you. I was at the midnight <laughs> showing. I was at the midnight showing at Eastgate Movie Theater, center row, center front row. Yeah. And so, like, when you were, like, how old were you? Ten. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, like, well, I mean, obviously you're a child, but. Like you feel like coming out of that, like you feel like let down. Oh no! You were like worried. You were like ramped up. I mean, there was just so much hype in that movie. I mean, nothing compares. I mean, we've not had anything close to it since. 
Well, and I think like going they, into that, I think they try to capture some of that because it is. It's like a big lead up. There's a. I think like the film's problem is not that last five minutes. I think the film's problem is the two hours of bullshit runaround they do to be like, hey, guess what? It's not that. It's this. Boom out. And like that was kind of like the issue that I had with it. But I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was fun. What'd you think and of Johnny Depp? I hate Johnny Depp, and I don't think I like. He didn't do. Like, <laughs> I, I, I haven't heard one good he thing about him. In no, the movie. he didn't. Like, it is very much a role that I felt like could have been done one better by almost anybody else. So and, he's not a gay pirate; he's a gay wizard. Yeah, and it was just like completely like meh performance-wise. And I really like and to top it off, and I felt like so fucking vindicated in the movie. There's like he calls all the wizards to like gather, and he's like trying to like show them things. And instead of doing something like really cool and wizardy, this asshole has like some skull with a hookah hose attached to it, and he like blows smoke and shows people a vision. And I was just like, I mean, if you're gonna be a douchebag wizard, you're probably gonna be smoking hookah. <laughs> and I just, I was, just, ugh. well, they they pass those out at Hogwarts once you know you graduate. And, once you turn oh, you're a douchebag. Here's yeah. here's your hookah. Oh, so you're one of those asshole Hufflepuff. Here's your. Uh, hookah bag well everybody knows that uh oh shit no, I, I can't remember the house names ravenclaw hufflepuff the other one uh slytherin gryffindor somebody's pissed yeah the thunderer is not happy <laughs> something going on uh anyway i heard two things i'll ask you about okay one that he could be lying to him he's absolutely lying to him like there is Okay, well, I'll, I'll say this. I believe fully that he's lying to him. I don't believe that there's any way that this kid is actually a Dumbledore. Because I don't want to believe it. <laughs> and, I th- like, and I think like he is just some pawn in a larger game. Um, so yes, I believe that he's lying to him. If he is not lying to him and this kid is actually a Dumbledore, I feel like they're going to backdoor it with like a cousin or something okay he there's a very specific line that he says brother so this is why i believe that he is not actually and then my second question is is that i heard that grindelwald and dumbledore were uh touching tips that was the other thing okay so that was the other thing because i totally believe that they are everything alludes to it everything is very erotically charged when they show like young for as PG as I was gonna PG, say do you always forget like, that this one's R? Are yeah. They, are they, yeah. Are they are they playing with each other's wands? What no, I mean it's like the big like the big thing is that is, what the kids call it nowadays. The big thing and the reason why like Newt is such a big part of the storyline is that Dumbledore and Grindelwald, when they were younger, agreed that they were like, you know, the most dope wizards in the world and that if anything were to ever happen they made a blood pact that they couldn't hurt one another. Right. So that's why Dumbledore enlists Newt's commander, because he's like, I can't make the move on him. And that's why. Like, I thought... It, and isn't that why they're saying he's lying to him so that... Um, so that this kid can we'll essentially... Out, yeah, we'll take out Dumbledore. But spoilers, which, he doesn't, because we know that... How Dumbledore gets Yeah, out. I mean, we know how Dumbledore <laughs> dies, so... That's, and like, that's kind of, like, that's kind of... The thing that I hate about knowing, a, a, like about knowing, yeah. is that like 
there's I felt like there was almost no reason to do kind of like a lead off like that like oh Dumbledore because it's like we know this kid is not Dumbledore's brother we know how Dumbledore dies we know like and so that's why like I really loved the first movie and almost didn't even think that we needed a second movie and they're supposed like, to be getting five well right yeah like there's supposed to be a whole series so hopefully like they make it worth the effort. Uh, but I almost like kind of don't. Well, it don't seemed know. like the first one was. I don't know. I mean, I can't say I haven't seen the second, so never mind. What? Well, I mean, it's like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and it's about him trying to get everything back in his briefcase, whereas this one seems to be, you know. Well, and that's why this one is called Fantastic Beasts The Crimes of Grindelwald. Like, it's Star Wars A New Hope, Star Wars I The guess. Empire Strikes Back. Like, you know, the, like so it's Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, The Crimes of Grindelwald. No, no, it's Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay. Fantastic Beasts is the overlying title. Gotcha. And there are a bunch of fucking, like, dope beasts in it. Like, there's this, like, a Chinese, like, dragon tiger that was really cool. There's a chupacabra in it. El chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, like, I mean, time is going to tell with these movies, I believe. And I think everybody should take a small chill pill. Should there be some worry? Yes, but not overarching, and nobody should be out hating JK or this movie. Did she produce, write, write she, it? She, yeah, like, I mean, she's totally, like, on board with these movies. That was the thing that really pissed me off, is that she, like, came out to EW, her and David Yates, and they were like, yeah, Johnny Depp, all the way. Like, we're cool with it. He's all right, guy. And it's just like, Meh. Well, that was before he... No, like after. Like oh, this is after? like two weeks ago interview. Oh, gotcha. And so like they defended the casting and didn't think that they needed to recast because of the situation and whatever. I just I don't like him. I thought he looked like shit. I thought he acted like shit. And I thought somebody else could have done a better job. <laughs> just because his accent sucks. <laughs> whatever. I don't know what I mean. Whatever. Brian, what'd you watch last? Brian Goody. In the theater. We went and uh, I think the last one we saw, we picked up on uh, Creed 2. Okay. Which is a good movie. Probably no big surprises. Okay. I heard there was one. So Creed dies, right? <laughs> Rocky has to come back and defend us. <laughs> I heard there was one kind of surprise cameo. Yeah. So. I, don't, I didn't say anything to you the other night when we were talking about it because I didn't want to. No, I, I, I spoil shit all the time for myself. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's. Uh, yeah, that happens, but I don't know, you know, you could tell it's a passing the mantle kind of a movie, too. Um, where they go from here with it, I don't know if they well, need Rocky, to or should. Well, obviously, he's going to fight Mr. T's kid. He's got yeah, to, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. T's white kid. Yeah. Who, it, it, it's probably a girl. name in that movie? Clubber, Clubber, Clubber Lang. Lang. Clubber Lang. Lang. Great name. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, but good. I mean... Yeah, so are we in the midst of the um, oh shit what's his name uh, Drago what the, what the hell is his name Ivan Drago, Drago. Ivan no Drago. no Dolph, the, Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren yeah. are we in the midst of a Dolph Lundgren renaissance it, it, he was I, I would say his peak of renaissance was probably more in the Expendables than in this well because he he's in this and then he's in Aquaman Aquaman yeah and he was in Arrow yeah, all last season or two seasons ago. Yeah, this he didn't, and and probably purposely so. He didn't look great in this because, you know, he doesn't look all the steroids. 
Yeah. Well, I think maybe they're 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 making him look a little more beat down and and uh, I don't downtrodden. Think he uses steroids. He's a biochemist, so he probably knows the effects of those on his body. Have you not seen Rocky IV? <laughs> <laughs> that dude was not on roids. That was just '80s pure rip. Of Dude, there's a whole montage of him roiding up. Well, yeah, but not I think in real he's running life. On a treadmill, why are they shooting him up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, he's right. They're like, punch this. Here's your shot. Yeah, punch this. Here's a shot. Yeah, he's like running around in a big oval, and every time he hits the bell, they stick Jake. him with a needle. Well, right, but I mean, not in real life. Oh, I don't know. No, I think okay. in real life. I mean, you're in real life. Sly got busted with it. So Did he really? Yeah, oh yeah, he yeah. got busted with a whole suitcase of those human HGH, growth hormones, HGH, yeah. and steroids, and everything. GM, all I those mean, guys, Mickey, everybody in the Expendables basically is on yeah, the yeah. stuff. You look at them; their knuckles all get swollen, and Mickey Rourke looks looking, like shit. But I thought that was like plastic really surgery, or plastic surgery, right? Yeah, no, he's all Some over that, that injectables. So, <laughs> okay, the injectables. So, that's what they should have called it. <laughs> Creed's worth a watch. Yeah, I mean, definitely, maybe not run out to the theater, kind of watch, but. There's not much coming out this weekend, so if anything, coming out this weekend. So, uh, actually, the way I set up my uh, fantasy movie league, go see Creed, Doctor Seuss, and Ralph breaks the internet, please. But those will obviously, I think, stay in the top three. Yeah, there's yeah, look, there's no next next week big releases. The, next yeah. week is the big one. Yeah, when we live at the movie theater for the weekend. Yeah. Uh, Mortal's in, Mortal Engines, The Mule, and Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Verse. Oh, no, that's not the weekend we sleep at the movie theater. It's uh, the weekend after that. The 21st? Yeah. Where we get... Or 18th, where we get... Oh, yeah. Bumblebee, Welcome uh, to Marwan, and Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, and something else, too. Mary Poppins comes that's out that weekend, Wednesday. too. Yeah. It's literally a day after the other stuff. No, it's not. It's like a Tuesday, Wednesday release. See? Tuesday the 18th. Oh, oh Wednesday the 19th. Yeah, they yeah. got them backwards. Yeah. Why did they do that? Yeah. I don't know. Something's weird. Anyway, they all come out that week. It's going to be a big week of yeah. movies. But we've been two weekends, I think, without anything really relatively new. So that, and then I started watching the uh, Happy Time Murders. Oh, yeah. Is that good? Uh, so far, I mean, yeah. No <laughs> reason to bullshit. Don't expect them to win anything, but it's it, it it's fun. I mean, it's it's kind of cool that it's a whole offshoot of the, of the Henson company, so. Yeah, because they had their they have their hands in it, right? Like oh yeah, I it's am, like Henson, it's alternative insane. Henson or something, A H Productions, and then H A something else like Henson Brothers or H Brothers. I don't know. They're in there a couple different listings, but it's definitely uh, the younger Henson crowd, and they're in a little more risque puppetry. There's some funny shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm. I don't know about ten minutes left on that, but it's been the bulk of. I haven't really got to see too much else on internet lately. Seem to be busy with things. Well, I want to talk about something. Okay. Like I got some time this week where it was me and the boy hanging out at the house, and so we just watched a couple movies. One of them that I watched is Shaft. The 2000 with Samuel Jackson. You, you decided and, to watch Shaft with your one-year-old. And Buster Rhymes. Right. I just want to talk about the importance of Shaft 2000. Because if you look at this lineup nowadays, you have Samuel Jackson, you have Christian Bale. Oh, my. You have Jeffrey Wright in his first, like, I'm pretty sure his first big role, playing a Hispanic dude. Okay. 
<laughs> and then um, Tony Collette, uh, the aforementioned Buster Rhymes, yes, Vanessa Williams. I mean, and then you sprinkle in Dan Hedaya. I wasn't Jeffrey Wright the the boyfriend husband of one of the Huxtables. No, he no. looks like him. <laughs> God. It does look like him, though, he right? Does. Yeah, like, I'd have to think back to that it. That dude was much lighter skinned. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, you could take this storyline right now and put it out today, and it's still it was 100% relevant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool movie. I, I, oh, I yeah. dug it. I was just like... Well, he takes his badge and wings it at the judge. and <laughs> It's just crazy. It's in... Well, you know the other... Because uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but I started watching The West Wing like two months ago. You've mentioned it a couple of times. Okay. It's insane how like, how it, like from the moment I started it, how like things in the show were legitimately happening like the day after, and like we're still like, this is before cell phones were invented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird to see that the same themes nineteen years later almost are still relevant. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Grayson still poops his pants, right? No. That's still happening 19 years later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you uh, forgot Mackay Pfeiffer is in it, too. Oh. Yeah. So, anyway, I think Shaft holds up. Okay. <laughs> also, and, and the what, other movie? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember what it was. With Boogie Nights? What? No. <laughs> yeah. Also, why were you watching Shaft with your one-year-old? Because it was on. Okay. It was on one of the Encore channels, and I, I was watching. I'm trying to remember what the movie was that I watched before it. And then Shaft came on. I was it was on it was the Encore Black channel. I mean, they, that's okay. what they call it. They um, call it Encore Black. Yeah. Good God. I'm trying to remember what it was because I thought it was because we watched Tony the Collette thing. was in it. Yeah. Damn. I know exactly right. That's crazy. So, anyway, uh, we'll talk about the box office. Yeah. Uh, relatively weak week. Oh, sorry, a weak weekend. Uh, Ralph takes it again with 25 million. Uh, Seuss's Grinch was 17, and Brian contributes to Creed 2 with 16. So, dang, Ralph still hasn't broke his budget. Uh, yeah, I guess not. But he has not been released worldwide yet. Mm. So that'll happen soon enough. But yeah. that's three weekends in a row. It's been number one. Mm-hmm. So, and that's cr- like okay, if we could, I mean, you say week weekend but like it is what ralph's third week in the theater yeah and it's pulling 25 mil yep well, that says that's it's better second than week are you on the right week no this is the right week this is the third week it's been out for two weeks okay and then this is we're the going third. into the third week yeah. okay so second week out it still does 25.5 i mean that's still pretty good right but i mean like <clears throat> not bad but you see it's 50 percent the audience has dropped you know, that's what I, like. It wasn't like a busy box office weekend. There wasn't it, a whole lot of new stuff coming out. I, I know, but I'm just saying, like twenty five point five is nothing to wag your finger at. Well, my budget is one hundred seventy five. So if I don't make my nut, it's <laughs> yeah. on you. That's how that works, my friend. Gotcha. I'm just saying. I mean, Kevin. Somebody's not happy about happy that. Twenty five mil. In a second week. Some, right now, somebody's sweating and, like, I can't wait until the China release and yeah. then I'll be all right. Right. Like, that's, I would never I don't worry. know. Is that allowed there? Because they're not allowed the internet, right? Would they have any relevance? No, that's Korea, right? No, China is pretty much, they don't have a lot of internet. 
I don't know. Or it's very it's governmentally restricted. Yeah. I don't think a lot of the jokes in that movie are probably gonna go over well. <laughs> What's Disney? <laughs> yeah. Talk about new trailers, Brendan. Okay, so we got some new trailers this week. Um, we've got a fun but interesting looking uh, Shakespeare story called All is True with uh, Dame Madam or uh, Judy Dench mm-hmm. and Kenneth Branagh who imagine that I thought the entire like before it says his name like I would have sworn to God that, that was Ben Kingsley thank you okay oh really thing. when his name popped up I was like oh wow I like <laughs> it sounds like him the makeup makes it look like him yes but it's the guy that was in uh, one of the Harry Potter movies too right the Kenneth Branagh yeah that's where you go for Kenneth Branagh with the one <laughs> Harry Potter movie he was in. Not Dunkirk. Well, I just was, was I was what, I was counting up how many people in that movie were in Harry Potter movies, and he's the only one. I real no. Um, <laughs> Judy Dench is not. Oh in Harry no, Potter. no no no! I was and thinking. Neither is Ian McKellen. I was thinking Ian. It's uh yeah. Never mind. I forgot he's a uh, uh, Magneto and not one of the Dumbledores. <laughs> <laughs> you realize the first Dumbledore. Died, and know, that's why there are two double doors. I know doors. that. Brendan. D- Ted. Ted. Brendan. Hey, Ted. How, how, how do you get the brother? That's the twist. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that's, been, that's been the 20-year con, is that Richard Harris is actually alive. This is alive, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where I got him from. Yeah. There's also a... Yeah, wow, whatever. We can go into it another time. But this is basically what? Shakespeare after he retires and goes home. I mean, okay, which pa- like I was kind of surprised that she's pl- Judy Dench is playing his wife. One that seems like an odd casting to me. Well, she like I mean, yes, they're both old, but she seems much older. She's much older than him, seeing how she played his mother in Hamlet. Yeah, well, and also like, do we know? Like, we don't know this much about Shakespeare, correct? No like, one knows that no, Shakespeare's a real. Is even a real person, correct? Like, this is right. a total like work of fiction. No, we know yeah. that. We know that the, the problem with Shakespeare is that we don't know exactly what he wrote. He is accredited with a lot of stuff, and then it comes down to... But he is a to, physical person that we do know, because I yeah, thought that was a He was a physical, thing. real person that was alive. We know that he did marry a woman and basically got her pregnant and then took off to London. Okay. And then basically never came back. Took off from where? From uh, Strat... Uh, Mom's going to kill me. I want to say Stratford. Okay. Anyway, if I remember right, it's been a minute. So, well, if she wants, she can reach out on Twitter using the hashtag <laughs> #NerdVerses. That's right. Tell us where we're wrong. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everything's there. The, the whole debate is whether or not he wrote everything that he's accredited for. Oh, well, I don't give a shit about that. I thought yeah. the real debate was whether or not he was a. Even a him for somebody else that he wasn't actually. Well, that's what they're the thing is is that some people think Christopher Marlowe wrote everything under Shakespeare as a pen name. Okay, because that that's right, like under the pen name Shakespeare, as right. if Shakespeare well, there's is even, not a person. One of the queens could have been writing some of the stuff. Was one of the theories, and I never I mean, heard all, that. Yeah, there's a bunch of different people that could be part of all that. Hmm. Interesting. I'll watch this because I'm a sucker for Brano when he does anything Shakespeare. So. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I am 100% on board for this. Like, I would go see this in the movie theater. Yeah. Uh, It'll be a Keystone one. Yeah, for sure. It'll be a, some of us. Yeah. 
then the next one I found was Henchman, which I think looks like a ball of fun. I had two fart knocker hosts that kind of thumbs up, thumbs down. I, I didn't say it looked horrible. Yeah, I was like, that looks good, and you both were like, mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of looks like a Netflix special, but... Yeah, it looks like, you know, Saturday morning cartoon animation, and... I See, I thought it looked more like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse animation. I don't think it's as clean as that, but... Mm. I don't know, I mean... I'm, I'm sure I'll watch it when it comes out on Netflix. Yeah. Christ <laughs> on the cross. Not, Both of you are just brand I don't, whores. I don't think I'm going to pay for that one. You know, this entire episode is about supporting local artists and maybe yeah. lesser-known artists. You two should maybe take heed of that advice. It looks good. It looks funny. It looks fun. I it's essentially about Thomas accounts. Middleditch joining like a henchman high school and come to find out he sucks as a person, and so he becomes a janitor <laughs> at this high school. And he, of course, bumps into something into the museum, and it makes him a dope-ass villain. And you know, it's about there, there's family. an even evil villain, evil villainer, or eviler villain, villain out there. E- evil <laughs> villainer, you like that? That's a good one. He's gonna be the dark hero, <laughs> right? Yeah, like it's like if shitty people had to fight other shitty people, somebody, somebody has to look good. That's right. So I thought it looked fun. Uh, then the other one I threw in just as a just as a happy death day fuck you to Ted and Ryan. <laughs> Honestly, I think uh, this one looks better than the first. <laughs> it do- okay, so I thought, like, when I watched that, I yeah. was like, I kind of want to go see it. Like, I saw the trailer for the first one, so I didn't really need to see the movie. Now I kind of want to so go see the Did you sequel. ever see the first one? No, hell no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, because they kind of explained the first I one would, right then and there. Exactly what I, was yeah. say. I never saw it, but I, I know who done it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the first... I, I, I liked her attitude in this one where she, it's, she's all she's accepting like having, of it. She's like having fun with it. Like yeah, she's in a bikini a and just jumps out of an airplane. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll, that's all I'll say about it. I kind of, kind of want to go see it. Now, before we get into the big trailer, I'm amazed you did not put Watership Down in here. So, I was going to, but I tried to follow Brian's... Three trailers and out so we can save some time. Gotcha. Uh, so I did share it to my mother's Facebook wall. So and we you all chatted about it there. Those three over. over well, because Watership Down's a BBC movie, so it wasn't a theatrical release, so I thought I would limit it to just theater releases. Okay. But it'll be on as Netflix. As long as you got. It's getting a Netflix release. The Watership Down? Yeah. Well, yeah, most things that are on BBC do. Yeah. But I mean, that's where it's going to get here. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Did you watch the, the one when it came out when we were a kid? The Watership Down? Nightmares. Oh, yeah, my God, dude. nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, are you terrible dreams of rabbits ripping each other okay. apart? It's basically Aaron had never read it either, and I was like, "You what?" <laughs> uh, it's basically like, um, you know, nineteen eighty four, or not nineteen eighty four. Um, Animal Farm. Thank you, Animal Farm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, but it's with rabbits. Okay. And, you know, it discussed, you know, it's like the hierarchy and it's very it's much a so, real world story told with rabbits. <laughs> yeah, it is so fucking evil, dude. You got I've got it on VHS someplace in, in here. Like it may be out, actually out in the garage. But it's like yeah. the one VHS tape that I hung on to forever. <laughs> and it is just. No, I've never heard of it. It is life altering. <laughs> and watching it as a kid. <laughs> Just, you're mind blown. So, 
All right, so our big trailer we're going to talk about, obviously, is that we got the second trailer for Captain Marvel uh, this week. And... Keep talking. Okay, yeah. sorry. Can't yes. you read and talk at the same time? <laughs> because you got it up in my face. <laughs> I, it's plenty far away. All right. Anyway, uh, does this make you more excited? We get a little oh, bit more this, detail, uh, like, but... To me, I don't think we got a whole lot more. I, I don't think we did, and for some reason, like, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm still very excited. And I'm gonna go to this. Well, it definitely to... introduces the scroll, right? We don't so, really yeah, get so that before. Officially, no. Well, and it, I like, I knew that they were gonna do some like bullshit. Not like I was hoping that we would just wait till the movie to see her beat that old lady's ass. <laughs> but it was like yeah. I felt like there was enough backlash that they were like, "Hey, well, just so you know, she's a fucking alien. We aren't." I was gonna up say, I think people. that was like one of the most talked about moments of the first trailer. And I was just like, I don't know, like this trailer almost made me sort of hesitant. Really, I got like she, I don't know, like her in space looks dope as hell. Really. I think you get it, the mohawk. Well, I, I you feel get the fucking mohawk. Like, I feel like it feels a little overly animated. Okay. Like they Henchmen. They, they they go from <laughs> they go from, you know, kind of like human esque movement to hyper unrealistic. Yeah. Overly animated. Kind of like how the Matrix did. Or kind like of the like how Ryan second Reynolds, or third Matrix did. Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds Green Lantern did. Yeah, more like, like this that. This is like, this is a little uh, yeah. more Green Lantern. It than... gave me very yeah, like. Very well, and you're also not seeing the final renders. We're not. Yeah. No, I, I, like believe me, I'm going to see this movie. Oh, this yeah, trailer yeah, yeah. did not make me not want to go see this movie, but I just I got almost like hesitant vibes. Like, oh, what are you doing there? What's that? <laughs> I think I've got a good idea what some stuff that's going to happen. And oh yeah, is this a uh, big prediction? What do you got? I think this is going to play. I think uh, that the 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 Kree and the Skrull are not necessarily as good, bad as they we want the we want to believe that they are. I think she's getting played in the middle a little bit, and I don't think she's going to be as you know. I don't think the Kree is all. They're going to be as all, you know, the good side of this as she thinks Well, I mean, they're she not, they're and we not. know that because yeah. of Ronan. Well, yeah. we know that because of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Well, yeah, with S.H.I.E.L.D. too. You see yeah. a lot. Of, I mean, it's like she's, I feel like she's definitely like an experiment that the Kree picked up. Well, I think, yeah, I think they're playing, playing her a little bit. And she's oh, gonna, for sure. She's going to have to, you know, turn on all that and. Yeah, like Annette, oh, Benning, Annette Benning is not a good by person. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like Annette Benning is I totally to missed the guy. fact that she was in this movie. I Because yeah. she wasn't in the first trailer at all. I remember her getting, like <clears throat> I when I saw that. her, I was like, oh yeah, we talked about that on the podcast. Hmm. And, uh, and I was like, okay. She's, I feel like she's definitely, her and Jude Law, I feel like are definitely the bad guys of this movie. I would say ulterior motive bad guys. Yeah. And that Jude Law may, may not actually be Marvell. Oh, they've not. His name is not his. His who he is has really not been officially yeah. announced. So spoilers. I don't think you, it's a spoiler. It's just not been put out there yet. I can. You can't spoil something that isn't. Well, I I know <laughs> I, I know for a fact it is. If I said he is well, Marvel, that would be a spoiler. Like, but he's credited as it. Yeah, Walter Lawson slash Marvel. Really? Well, yeah. but. Funko released their line. Yeah. 
and they had a different name on his box. Where? Why didn't you send that to the group message? Because Why I am, am I a one-year-old on running around here. Dude, I have a full-time job. You tagged me in some I gotta bullshit this shit on together. Facebook. <laughs> Shaft is on. <laughs> I'm watching Shaft, motherfucker. <laughs> Where the Thank fuck? Thank you. <laughs> anyway, all don't right. Do, yeah, I'll, I'll look defend, it up. Don't defend your nephew, Brian. <laughs> Tizzle, what are where are you at with Marvel? Marvel. I'll be honest. Uh, I know nothing about Captain Marvel. Oh really? Yeah, this is all. Yeah, this isn't like so one this, of my my forte at all. So, I mean, so. I, I, watching the trailer, I, you know, I'm just as hyped to, to watch as it kind of. I mean, I I, this this is a this is a I, stepping stone to Avengers. I, that I we, agree we, with, with you were saying, yeah. Brian, about some of the the action looked a little weird. Yeah, but again, yeah. it's Green it, Lantern perfect analogy. That's yeah. really what I felt off of that. I'll see it. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna not see it. And maybe maybe they are trying to reference '80s poor space graphics or something. I don't know. Yeah, or '90s. Yeah, yeah. You just made yeah, it I meant look '90s. Like, you made it look like shit because it takes place in the '90s. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't have too much to add to that. Yeah, I like like Ted said. <laughs> like, I mean, the big because I I mean I I know enough about Captain Marvel to get me through like a trivia session, uh, but. She, I've always admired the masked mohawk look, because she, you know, because she's Miss Marvel, right? Yeah, which everybody generally knows is like the black costume, you know, that's all leg and boobs, and like more recent uh, versions of her have been this like fully covered like army captain, dope as hell pilot, and I super love that version of her, and so the fact that they are doing. They're do one that they're doing the mask because she does have like forms where she's fully you know masked with nothing, no hair hanging out, and then another iteration is with the mohawk and the fact that they're doing that just like super jazzed about that, and it's not like some bullshit like one off where it's like oh she only has it like in the skirt or the the Cree costume, but that it's in both. Uh, that part in the trailer where she looks like uh, oh what's the character's name Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I automatically think of the X Men. Oh, <laughs> Mohawk Storm. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one I'm always battling for on those stupid like Facebook contests. Make Mohawk Storm. All right, so yeah, there you go, Jackass. I'm looking at it right now. It's Star it's Commander up on the screen. Oh, Yon Rog. I don't know if that's even him. He's a masked character. How do you know that that is... Can't you see that chin detail? Dude, no, because the chin's covered up because of their dope-ass masks. <laughs> that, that's a uh, I'm going to call... Okay, it was it was Jan Rog, and then they changed it to Star Commander after they got slapped. Slapped? I mean, nothing about that says Jude Law. Well, that's because he's got his helmet on. That's what I mean. So how is anybody being like, oh, he's probably not Marvel because this pop character came out? I'm just, I'm just reporter. I'm not the source. You know what? Cite your sources. This week, a purported leaked image of a Funko Pop package seemed to reveal Jude Law, still uh, officially unnamed Captain Marvel role as Yon Rog, a Kree soldier from comic books, rather than Marvel, Carol Danvers' comic book mentor this- in the original Captain Marvel. Because there's this one that has her name as Vers on the box. We all know that that's Captain Marvel or Carol Danvers. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, man, I'm skip just... the bullshit. Your fake news. <laughs> All right, let me hear it. <laughs> fake news. All I'm saying is that Jude Law is definitely Marvel. You guys need to get over it. It's going to be a good Marvel movie. Okay? <laughs> it's going to do big money in China, and we're going to get all that money back. That's like one of the best I've ever heard. <laughs> I swear to God. You and Trevor Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else talk. <laughs> uh, well, there was... Oh, in... Because I have it right here. So in the uh, trailer, you see Nick Fury with uh, three Band-Aids over his eye. Yeah. Which I'm wondering... Because it's obviously not like... It, you see him get worked on in his eye. We all thought that this may be like how he gets his eyeball knocked out. Right. But I would be Glenn disappointed if there's like just a scratch and it's not. And then his eyeball gets lost in some like bullshit way. You know, you know what so would be you great? Cat takes it out. Well, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was like waiting for at the end of the, I was like, you wait for the cat, cat just fucking to be like, takes, <laughs> takes his eyeball out. Like that would be baller. I think what would be great is in this movie is like throughout the entire movie. If there's just near miss at his eyeball, a near the miss at, at his eye. Oh, it's like it's the stinger. I got something in my eye, and, you know, just the whole time. And then, then oh no, I'm okay. You yeah, know, and, because it well, like because it's on the eye, and there's three band aids, which would indicate that the cut was horizontal. I got into this. That the cut was like horizontal. <laughs> the you cuts, do some research. Yeah, the cuts over his or the scars that are above his eye patch are all vertical because it's three slashes vertically. Yeah. So that would mean that his eye patch is hiding yet another fucking scar that goes horizontally. Dude, well, I'm sure he's had quite a few scars. I mean, I, mean, I know, but okay, like so, so scars like that. I'm not a huge Fury fan, especially of, of this one, but I mean, in terms of reading his comics okay. and stuff, I, I love Samuel L. Jackson's Fury. Don't get me wrong. Has that ever been established how he loses his eye? There, I want to say that there, because I, again, I'm not a big Ultimates reader. Like, I very much know more so about, uh, you know, is there an actual background story? Is this is something that is, he shows up one day without his eye? No. Let's see. Well, he gets a Red Rider BB gun for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I don't know. I like the idea. I think it'd be hilarious if yeah, there's a bunch just, of near misses just, just near misses. eye. Or, you know, every time he's always like, ow! <laughs> and then he comes back and his eye's there. So, yeah, that would be good. I mean, th- it would be nice to see the movie have that sense of humor, for sure. Um, you can just give me the answer. Keep going. Anyway, I was going to ask you while you're looking that up, but I'll ask you to. Um, this is directed by two people. And I, it's a, a man and a woman, and I'm trying to remember what else they did. But do, is, do you think it's harder to do something like that with two people? I mean, obviously the Russos have had success, but I th- it depends on the people, right? I mean, sure. you know, you, you it's either going to be an added benefit, and you're going to get something better because you get iteration, you get you get bouncing ideas, you get people who are, are working it against one another. Or it's going to be the exact opposite. It's going to take away from it because there's infighting and there's egos involved and 
all that stuff's happening. It's, it, you're not going to get like the same thing that you would get out of a single director. You're going to get a better product or a worse product. So as a resident artist this week, have you had to collaborate on art with somebody else? Yeah. And is it? I find it. I, I find it difficult. Do you? I, I'd okay. Ra- I'd rather work by myself. Okay. But but that's, is that just because you don't just... want somebody questioning what you're doing or? Uh yeah, pretty much. And and, and I like to like throw curveball. You know, like I might be working on something, have a vision, and just it changes. Sure. And I don't want to have to run that by somebody and just like keep going that way or or go back and um and the few times that I've. <laughs> somebody well, yeah, see yeah. what happens when you expose somebody to a movie before their time <laughs> but Whatever. also the other times I've had to collaborate it's usually in, at school and it yeah. was more of a, a forced thing it wasn't like something where I'm like hey you know there's a chemistry it's there too, yeah um you know so hmm. well, it just seems like movies are much more a bigger effort you know and it seems like the load would be better to have two people taking on yeah because i mean like miller and lord make good movies yeah i mean coen brothers i mean for the longest time which only one of them got one got the director because of the whole the director guild yeah thing and now they both do so what'd you find out about his eyeball so there are a couple of different ones on the earth 616 which is the white nick fury uh he's fucking playing pokemon no, he's playing words games. Oh, he's playing words games. <laughs> uh, I wanted to see what it was about. In the Earth 616 version, which is the noted white one that we all know, it was a grenade blast in World War II. Uh, in the cartoon version, it was from a uh, it was from a fight with the Grim Reaper. And do do do. In the Ultimate Universe, he got it in a roadside bombing. So there was no like crazy cool like. Wolverine cut his eyeball out after getting pissed at him. Right. So it'll be interesting. There's yeah. There's no like Nick Fury's eyeball is still out there and somebody's got it. <laughs> it's uh, isn't that the Get eye that they use in Harry back. Potter for Mad Eye? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mad Eye Moody has it. There's the crossover. And we did find out that the cat's name is Goose, Goose. where all it is normally Chewy in the comic Chewy, books. Chewy, yeah. Which, I mean, I think either plays just as well. Like, if you don't know Chewy's a co-pilot, like, go fuck yourself at this point. For sure. And I, and it can't be a rights issue, because they're all owned by, you know... Right, and, like, and if the, any, like, Chewy's more of a partner, like, Goose and Maverick were, like, two cool dudes, but it's not like they were flying in each other's well maybe it plays better because the timing of the movie when it's taking place and the fact that she was a fighter pilot okay all right yeah that probably you're probably right there look at the look at the big brain on brian (laughs) still my favorite youtube clip ever (laughs) do you guys watch that one what where they cut in that scene with brett kavanaugh's confirmation hearing fantastic it is Hilarious! Remind me to no, show I you. No, I don't after. think I've oh seen. Oh my that. god! Nope. Jules Cavanaugh, I'm showing you afterwards. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Shit, my pants laughing at work. Uh, let's get into some nerd headlines. Unless you got anything else to say about Captain Marvel? No. All right. Uh, announced yesterday, Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh are going to host the Golden Globes, and then we actually got the Golden Globe nominees today. 
You, yeah, you did. I, when you sent that, I was like literally on Dark Horizons, and I was like, "It's not here yet." Well, my people let me know. As oh, is that right? You get it? Yeah. people. You get I, and I think I think that's a good combination. Andy Samberg's hilarious, and she seems to be able to hold her own, and no matter what she does, I think mean, so. she's hilarious. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, she's in one of the best movies all time, Sideways. <laughs> so, okay, dude, come on, this shit's hilarious. Yeah. I tend to agree with Brendan. Oh, fuck you guys. Get out of here. In a, in, a, in a dark, alcoholic sort of way. You want to run through the nominees real quick? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we got best, mo- uh, best Motion Picture for a Drama, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star is Born. So it would hmm. very much seem that Oscars may not be so white this year. <laughs> and not so straight. Uh, best mo- uh, best motion picture for a musical or comedy: Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, uh, Green Book. Which okay, did I like? I wouldn't have expected The Favorite and Green Book to be in there, but I feel like that's almost like a Martian attempt to get some awards. Uh, Mary Poppins return. Mary Poppins returns and Vice. Now the Favorite just won like a ton of the. British Independent Awards. Okay. Uh, BAFTA, I think it is. So it it appears to be like the favorite going into Oscar season. Mm. And from what I've heard, it's it's funny. It looks really good. Yeah. Did I just crazy didn't think, like, Asians there week there last week too. He did. Asians, not Asians. agents. Asians, Asians, crazy rich Asians. Pretty good. I don't know that it's like award winning good. Well, as a best comedy. Maybe like what other musical is where they're trying to pull that in. I don't know. It's it's a rom com though, right? Musical? Yeah, it's it's way more of a rom com than what I thought it was going to be. Like going into it, I thought it was going to be way more uh, uh, funnier. Guy from The Hangover in the truck, uh, Ken John. Ken, Ken John. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a little more, you know, more that his humor, more of that kind of stuff going on, and it it was not. No, so, I wouldn't expect a bunch of dick and fart jokes. And well, crazy not quite that. He's he's a little bright. He's got more better humor than that. If you've ever seen some of his other stuff, but I've seen a lot of his stuff. What yeah, do you, what do you mention? What do you? I don't know. Well, anyway, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I didn't expect rom com when I we started watching it. So, but I don't know that it's award winning. We watched the trailer. I know. I here. still didn't get that. Not as much <laughs> as what it actually is. Okay, it's way more com- rom than com. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, yeah. Well, okay. All right. We'll tackle that another time. <laughs> so, did I, did you laugh at all? Not as much as I wanted to. So, but you did laugh a couple times. So it's more of a comedy than a drama. Well, and did you sing at all with it? No, no singing. So then, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Musical. You wouldn't stick it in the drama. Yeah. That's I mean, definitely I, but, going I mean, I would put freaking Stars Born in this category way more than so is vice a comedy it's apparently like, yeah as oh, a pu- okay. as I didn't... like as much as the um the martian is a comedy no no the uh i mean short. what was the big the big short i was gonna say adam mckay is yeah involved, he did right? this one so, too yeah i would say it's as funny as like that gotcha. but yeah it could be another potential like hey look uh Best actor in a motion picture drama is going for uh, Bradley Cooper, uh, Willem Dafoe, uh, 
Lucas Hedges, which they I feel like they're grooming that kid to just crank out Oscars. <laughs> uh, Rami Malek and John David Washington. Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Glenn Close. Lady Gaga, which it's like, is she... I don't it's, know. it's pronounced Gaga. Lady Gaga, which it's like, I mean, The Rock drops his name, you know, when he does movies. He's Dwayne Johnson now. Yeah. What's what's her? So you expect her to be going by her full name? Or? Which like I know it is just escaping me right now, but yeah. Stacy something, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Nicole Kidman, uh, Melissa McCarthy, which I'm really excited to see that movie, and then Rosamond Pike, uh, best actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Oh, hang on, you forgot male. Actor. Oh yeah, best uh, male actor in a musical or comedy. Uh, Christian Bale. Lynn Manuel Miranda, Viggo Mortensen, Robert Redford, which I want to see that movie. Yeah, that movie looks good. And uh, John C. Riley, which that movie makes me look like it's going to make me cry. Nah. It's Stan and Ollie. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, best Actress in a Motion Picture, Emily Blunt, Olivia Coleman, Elsie Fisher, uh, Charlize Theron, and Constance Wu. And then supporting actor. Uh, Come on, you can do it. <clears throat> Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. There you go. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, Adam Driver, Richard E. Grant, and Sam Rockwell. Best actress, Amy Adams, <laughs> Claire Foy, Regina so, King. Hang on. Sam Rockwell getting nominated for Vice because he plays George W. Bush. Which is funny because he's the president playing a supporting role. Right, yeah. but <laughs> his supporting role. But didn't Josh Brolin get nominated for, for playing for W for playing George W. Bush? Did he get nominated for Best Actor? I think he did. I'm not. I'm but not see, sure. I think the difference is is that he's not the main actor in this movie. You're missing my point. Is the fact that the two of them have been nominated for playing both playing George Bush, playing the same president. Oh, well, yeah. I thought you were like saying that like Brolin was better. Because he got well, I don't know. I haven't seen Vice yet. Best so. actor. Anyway, keep going. Okay. Uh, Claire Foy, Regina King, Emma Stone, and Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss. Uh, best motion picture, Incredibles two. This animated. Animated. Okay, I was like, wait a minute, what? Incredibles two, uh, Isle of Dogs, Murai. Ralph Breaks the Internet, which, why is everybody calling it that? Isn't it Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet? No. Like, full title? Uh Uh-uh. So, like, if we were on... They dropped it and just made it Ralph Breaks the Internet. Okay. And uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which hasn't come out yet, so... I mean, a whole bunch of these movies haven't come out yet. Which one? It's that time of year now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Best motion picture with the... Nah, we don't have to go that. Best director motion picture, Bradley Cooper, uh, Alfonso Cuaron... Uh, Peter Farley, Farley, yeah, Spike Lee, Adam McKay. I downloaded Black Linesman not too long ago. I'm going to have to watch it now. It's, it looks looks so like good. it's up for everything. Yeah, best original song, all the stars. It's my number three most listened to song on Spotify this year. Yep, uh, Girl in the Movies, Requiem for a Private War, Revelation, and Shallow. So Black Panther gets nominated for Best Picture Drama and then uh, Original Music and Song, which is cool. Yeah, it's the first time. 
So is it just yeah. me, or does it feel like Black Panther came out like three years ago? Yeah, it does, does right? Yeah. Like we watched it on Netflix two weeks ago, and I was like, man, I remember going to see. I was like, wait a minute, we were <laughs> dating when we saw this. It's funny, so there's like there's like movies that we saw years ago, and then movies that aren't even released yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, television drama: The Americans, Bodyguard, Homecoming, Killing Eve, and Pose. By the way, Homecoming is great. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I have not. What's the Julia Roberts one on Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That that's what that is. Okay, yeah, I've, I've heard sure people rave about it. It's yeah, it's very good. good. Uh, actor in a television series: Jason Bateman for Ozark, Stephen James for Homecoming, Richard Madden for Bodyguard, Billy Porter for Pose, and Matthew Rees for The Americans. Um, I've heard, heard the American. Bodyguard is like awesome. Well, I've we heard the same thing about The Americans. See, we well, The Americans for... have been around for this is like season eight or something, seven or eight. Is it really? Yeah, wow. and it's. I think this is their final season. Uh, watch Jason Bateman gets my vote on that one. Good. Yeah, it was excellent. Is, really Ozark. Like Ozark. Uh, performance. Um, I'm not going to try that. The lady from Outlander. <laughs> Damn. Mom and uh, Meg will be happy about Kate that. Katriona is how you pronounce her name. Is it? Katriona Belf. Katriona Belf. Good job. Uh, Elizabeth Moss. Maybe. Sandra, somebody can write in if that's the correct <laughs> Yeah, so, somebody tell us. Sandra O, oh, uh, Julia Roberts, Carrie Russell. Uh, best television se- series, musical or comedy, Barry. Uh, the Good Place, which is fantastic, hilarious. And it got picked up for a fourth season. Uh, Kidding. Uh, the Kaminsky Method, which I watched on Netflix. And then The Marvelous Miss Men- Mrs. Menzel, which won for last year. I've so. never heard of the Kaminsky method. What's, it what's is uh, Michael Douglas and oh, Alan Arkin. Yes, 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 I want to watch it. Really. Yeah, I, it's, I it's seen, pretty I've good. I've seen a trailer for it or yeah. a commercial or whatever pops up. I, I enjoyed it, a lot, I think, a lot more than Brandy did, but it's 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 well worth the watch. I thought, is it, okay, as predicted, is it, uh, it Grace and Frankie with dudes? It's not as goofy <laughs> as Grace and Frankie. Okay. So um, it's a little bit more grounded. But it's still, still really enjoyable. So, uh, performance by an actor in a comedy: Sasha Baron Cohen, Jim Carrey, Michael Douglas, Donald Glover, Bill Hader. For the ladies, it's Kristen Bell, Candace Bergman coming back from Murphy Brown. Uh, Allison Brie gets the. One. <laughs> I have two thumbs down as well. So, Allison Brie gets the nomination from Glow. Rachel yeah, uh, Brosnahan. And Deborah Messing comes in for Will and Grace. And then we get into the uh, limited series, which we don't have to worry about too much about those because we haven't really seen any of those. (laughs) I haven't, at least. Uh, So Glow only got one nomination. Yeah. I think last year... The second season seemed like it was so much better than the first one. I mean, I, I enjoyed the first the second one. Yet. Yeah, second season's good. I think last year they both got nominated for supporting actress, the two lead ladies. Yeah. I thought Marion did too. And Mar- he may have, yeah. So That show's dope. I, I enjoy it. Uh, the next Men in Black movie has an official title. Yeah, Men in Black International. <laughs> wah, wah, Instead wah. of Intergalactic. <laughs> why wouldn't you go Intergalactic. I think that means Chris Hemsworth is not speaking with an American accent. <laughs> and Tessa Thompson will be speaking with an English accent. <laughs> yeah. Holler. Um, 
So what's this bullshit I hear about this Ron Burgundy guy coming into the podcast world? <laughs> so apparently this old fuck <laughs> is trying to <laughs> cash in, cash in on uh, the dying form of podcasting. Uh, no, I guess Will Ferrell wanted to put this together, and uh, iHeartRadio is producing it, and that's where it'll be hosted. Um, and and College Humor is helping out as well with like writing. So yeah, Meh. it'll be interesting to where they what they how do that goes. I mean, it's got a. I feel like it's like oh cool, like Ron got kicked out of newscasting again, and this is how he copes with it. Oh, okay. So it'd be like funny daily news or weekly news. Like I feel like it'll Just be last week with Ron Burgundy. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> gotcha. All right, that that could be good. That could be. Yeah. Uh, Marvel is developing a Shang Chi movie. Yeah, so I read I read this today, and you can pull it up if you want because I had I hadn't heard of this character. Um, Masters of Kung Fu. He Master is, Kung yeah, Fu. Mm-hmm. and he was in Heroes for Hire because of the Iron Fist uh, yeah. relationship, and uh, was also in like West Coast Avengers, I think. And so yeah, and for some reason they're like also like it said that they were fast tracking this, which I don't know like. I, it's not an arms race. <laughs> There's no reason to fast track anything in Hollywood. Like you're doing well, keep doing well and keep staying the course. So I am not sure why, uh, and like kind of out of nowhere, like, is this to make up for iron fist? And like, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to do like a really good Shang-Chi movie. Where, so. uh, does he have his own book? I assume. I don't think he ever had his own book. I think he was always like a like a supporting character in other books. Or and if he did, he may have had. Uh, I just saw a headline I didn't see earlier. Dylan O'Brien's the voice of Bumblebee. Yeah, that's pretty tight. Uh, but yeah, like if he did, it was like one of those like four that's issue like uh, Kung Fu. Uh, like four issue like hey, here's this character. But yeah, they say it's essentially a spin-off of the spin-on the 1970s TV series Kung Fu, where the story follows a master of fighting who eventually gains the ability to create an infinite amount of replicas of himself. Uh, so this, while Master of Kung Fu is like his superhero name, Shang-Chi is the character. And they are currently seeking for an Asian or Asian-American director and cast members. Which is really good because that's a step forward, I guess. <laughs> step forward as far as getting... Not having a white man play the uh, Asian. Yeah. Ron Carradine. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Robert Carradine. Robert Carradine. Robert. David. David, David. Carradine. Yeah, Grasshopper. One of the Carradines. Uh, Jean-Luc Picard series? No, we're not talking about that. That's why it's crossed out. Oh, I thought you right. just added that on. That's Why anyway. would I cross it out? I didn't see the cross out because you shoved it up into my fucking eyeballs. It was pretty close. <laughs> Everybody saw it. I so, yeah, uh, Daredevil got canceled. Daredevil got canceled. Everybody's, like, freaking out. I haven't seen the third season yet. I have not. Guys watched it. So, uh, so what do you think? I mean, so essentially everything's been canceled. So? Disney is collecting its toys, yeah, like and going home. Like this is, I, I am not worried about this. Streaming. Yeah, Disney Plus is coming out within the next year, so of course they're canceling everything. Which you know, which if they're smart, 
they just fucking they do scrap Luke Cage and Iron Fist and just make us a Heroes for Hire show and give me that show but yeah like I mean everybody said like how good the third season was like it did really well nobody hated the third season and then for them to cancel it is a sure sign that Disney is just packing up its toys screw you guys I'm going Going home home. (laughs) so once Jessica Jones drops its season Guess what? Jessica Jones will probably be canceled, and when the Punisher, the Punisher drops its season, it'll be canceled. So, with if they're doing that, do you reboot? Do you recast any I of them? God, no. What if anybody Iron Fist? But I say fuck it at this juncture. Like the kid's a good actor. It was just not great story. No, and get him in the like. Take this time and teach that man some fucking maybe kung fu. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, you felt like the casting for those leads was pretty spot on? Oh, dude, Charlie Cox is Matt Murdock. Mike Coulson is, right, isn't that his name? Yeah. Yeah, that dude is Luke Cage. Like, I don't want to see anybody else be Luke Cage. Whenever I see him, it's Luke Cage. Oh, weird, you're in another movie? What's Luke Cage doing in this movie? (laughs) What do you think, Tisdale? Oh, it's a Luke Cage crossover. Yeah. As far as the casting. Were you? Why is Luke Cage I, helping Stella get her group back? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. I, I, I mean, all, with all the contract stuff, I mean, I'm sure there's some legality there. Sure. With the, yeah. you know, Net- who holds that? Who holds those contracts? Is it right. Marvel? I mean, is it? Is it Netflix? And I, I know there's ways around that. I mean, you know, like. Brooklyn Nine Nine is going is from Fox money? to NBC, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. and they're keeping the that Universal whole owned it exactly. Owned but but channels. being that you you're streaming networks and you're going up against, and I don't know. I, I assume that it would lie with Disney, so one would assume. But well, I, 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 know, would, I would think that Netflix is buying the show from Disney. They're buying the rights right. to air it. Yeah, so they don't really have they probably don't own those contracts with those it's, actors. Well, whatnot, it, so. it's like, you know, Sony produces a movie but Warner Brothers is going to handle the distribution. Mm-hmm. Sony still retains those rights. They're just in agreement with Warner Brothers. I mean, has there ever been a time where I mean, you, you know, Marvel has had movies like with Fox like X-Men and all that stuff. Yeah. Can we think of any time where it went back to a different company and they kept that same character or the same cast i mean i can't uh, think of anything the only one will be it, it, is if with whatever they're doing with their live action spider-verse at sony if they bring tom holland over right yeah but i thought there was somebody that it was a reboot but they kept him. matt smith right matt smith or uh um uh fuck, john or um Shit. The guy in the trench coat with the fire hands. Gambit? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cigarette. Smoked. Um, Keanu Reeves played it. Oh, John Constantine. Uh, Thank you. Constantine. Fucking Constantine. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't he the same. Ship. Yeah. Well, because NBC canceled him, and so his show got his show got canceled, but DC was able to give him the voice in the cartoons, and then they were just like, Hey, guess what? Fuck it. We're going to bring him back as Constantine in Legends of Tomorrow. Okay, yeah, so he so. is still, gotcha. while his show on NBC was never having any intentions to cross over with the CW shows, the way that like Supergirl did when she was on CBS, 
if they, since they canceled his show, they were like, well, we're going to keep Matt Ryan as Constantine. Matt Ryan, that's who. <coughs> so, yeah. So, that would be that would be one of the things, <coughs> I guess. Sorry. I, I knew that, and I was just trying to think of some more. I can't think of any. Okay. Sucks that it's gone, but I get why they did it. I, like, it's not going to be gone for that long. I guarantee, like, they're still writing scripts. They'll be in production. If even, like, in the same timeline manner that they would be if it was still on Netflix. I wonder if Disney's going to find it to be as profitable. I don't see why not. Like, it's a dope-ass show. And, like, well, no, no. I mean, like, just to do what they're doing. Like, like I guarantee you, well, not guarantee you, because we, we know we're going to get original content from them. But, like, I think things like this may take a minute. All right. Get on his ass like you do us. Uh, He's a guest in our house. Put that on vibrate. Sorry about that. Rookie. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. I'm wondering if if they're going to find it to be as profitable to actually produce the original content versus just licensing it and let somebody else produce it. Well, I would argue the point that they've already announced two... Right, that's what I was saying. Yeah, and like the fact that they are like, they've already come out and said that they're throwing money at these things. They're making them movie quality TV shows. Okay. So I would say that they have high hopes for it, and gotcha. I would say if any, I would say if anything, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Punisher, like those shows are only going to get better on Disney Plus. I just don't want another goddamn subscription that I have to buy. <laughs> You're going to. I will. Damn house and mouse. Let's so, take a walk in the park, shall we? Let's take a walk in the park. Uh, so this week we have been told that our guest may be a pretty good player at this game. One of our hosts is no not a great player at this game. <laughs> So he has been tasked with coming up with a name for us to... And, and this is for just shits and giggles. This for doesn't go on gigs. our, our yeah. record. If we have officially I declared done. myself... Yeah, I think, a, yeah, Ted's the winner of that game set. I'm sorry. We'll come I, up. I, there was a little screw-up. Can we'll you say that again a little bit louder? The, yeah, we get it, Ted. You won the... <laughs> you can't do that. That's our big goal prediction. He's only got one trick. Yeah. <laughs> so Ted has... Uh, one in the walk in the park. I don't know. That one. All right, well, go ahead. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll just play this for shits and gigs. So, me, you, Tisdale, Brian Goatee's going to provide the actor. The actor actress. or actress. And you're familiar with how yeah, it goes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yes. So, and Brian, uh, you understand how to pick an actor or actress, right? <laughs> yeah, that part I'm pretty good at. Oh, and you can't use your phone, unlike some people. Didn't use my phone. You're not good at this and you cheat? <laughs> Dude, I wasn't cheating. Brian, I don't know if you listened to last week's podcast. They played this game without me and somehow he's still lost. <laughs> we, we planned it that way. It was bad. All right. <laughs> so, I like, that was the biggest, Uh-oh. like, I almost put my fucking fist through the radio moment. Why? Because Jeff Goldblum is not even in the fly, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. you had to only the, give one answer. That was the joke. And I like I was like, okay, well. <laughs> he lost. Okay. All right. So we'll let Tisdale go first since he's guest. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. 
<laughs> in honor of uh, Ted's uh, introduction to uh, introducing his son to rated R movies at an early age, <laughs> we're gonna go with Samuel L. Oh, Ooh. very good. Uh, coming to America. Hell yeah. Go ahead. No, go. All right, uh, Shaft. Okay. <laughs> Iron Man. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Um, Captain America Winter Soldier. Okay. I'll go with uh, Marvel's The Avengers. Uh, is it Black Snake Moon? Yeah. Nice. I love That's that what it was. Thank you. I watched that before Shaft. <laughs> oh, no shit. So that's it was a, a double Samuel Jackson? Yeah. A double feature. Yeah. Also, that movie With is your child? vulgar for a He's one-year-old. In room. Terribly inappropriate oh, for a one-year-old. They are impressionable. Please don't call yeah. CPS. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Shit, yeah. That, that movie is fucking good. Uh. <laughs> All right, sorry. Wow. Um. Hmm. The Jackie Brown. Uh, the? just Jackie Brown. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Not the Jackie Brown, but Not Jackie the Brown. The Jackie Brown. Uh, well, let's go Iron Man Two. Uh. The donut. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Unbreakable. Okay. The Hateful Eight. Nice. Nice. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron. Take him to the farmhouse. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, come on. Yeah. Don't bring that shit to my house. Uh, Django Unchained. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, before... <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, hmm. The Hitman's Bodyguard. Ooh, we just watched that. Pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those ones I watch every time. Aaron loved it. Yeah. She's like, I want to see another funny movie where they blow shit up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll go Avengers Infinity War. Attack of the Clones. Uh, oh, full title, it. please. <laughs> He's going to make you do it. Oh, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. That's right. I was wondering if that was going to go unremembered. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Okay. I was going to see if I could trick you into thinking he wasn't in that one. <laughs> so oh, hell, <laughs> dude, like I hear that it sometimes was, was, on Doug Loves Movies, and I'm like, why the fuck aren't you saying the other two? Like, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. This is uh, this is going to be sketchy. Uh, Kill Bill Two. 
Was he in? He's in one of those. I can't remember if it's the first one or the well, second there's one. There's a plethora of other things you could be. In. Uh, well, this is what's <laughs> coming to my mind, though. Yeah. yeah, he's the piano player in the church. Yeah, and, 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 and I can't wondering. remember His if name it's is a, Rufus. I don't know if he gets a credit even, but yeah, he's, he does. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember if it's the second one or the first one. Well, then go somewhere else because they won't let you do that. Oh, well, okay. Hey, mom. Oh, hey, hi, Ginger. Or you can go with it. All right, I'll go with. Oh gosh, now you, you, you got me Neither second one. guessing myself. Can I go with uh, glass? Since that, I mean, it hasn't come out so, yet. Uh, they have to be released. They have to be released. Be released. Sorry, we should have oh, told you that sooner. On. There's like, I, I mean, there's just. Oh, I know, but I don't know. We don't hear anything, Nick Cage. <laughs> hey, we went pretty deep on that. Uh, you tapped out pretty early on that one, if I remember Yeah, correctly. that's true. All right, I'm going to go Kill Bill 1. <clears throat> yes? No? Was I right the first time? Yes. Damn it! <laughs> then there was two. <laughs> <laughs> he did, 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 you did well. You did well. I tried. I would... I don't know. There's so much... I mean, there is, but you do that. You did I know, that. I know. You get, you get all stuck on something. But still. I mean, you hadn't even trapped into half the Marvel movies yet. <laughs> That's true. I, I figured those guys would fight it. I... Yeah? I thought you got most of them. I got the ones I know for sure. The other ones I've been, like, contemplating on. Because I already got all three Avengers movies. You got Winter Soldier. I took care of the Iron Man. All right, I'll say Thor. That is an uncredited role, but we'll accept it. Um, I will go. Long kiss, good night. Oh, fucker! So that was my. <laughs> <laughs> so was, how did I forget that one? That was my uh, my my go-to. Uh, Ooh, I just thought of another good one. Now I gotta think. Okay, <laughs> and he's been in. This might so be much. the biggest catalog. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. Chosen. There's going to be so many. Like we're gonna forget more than we say, and we've been at oh, it for like ten minutes. There's twenty. He, the pants movies here. I, I'm pretty sure he was in um, God damn it. I just had it in my head and that went away. Um, do the right thing. Yeah. Uh, I'll go Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well played. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, that, that uh. dude! When he gives that fucking speech and the I, shirt just comes out of the water. I, just thought I remember watching like the first time I ever watched that was in Bloomington. Uh-huh. Like when you had the Blu-ray player or the uh, DVD player. Yeah. Real freaking the fuck out, and I love that movie. I mean, I watched it like three times that weekend. Because <laughs> I don't know if the listeners know this, but Ted used to work at a video store. So yeah. he'd always come home with like the most dope new movies, and he lived in Bloomington. So like going there and hanging out with Uncle Ted was like a real treat. 
because you get to watch all the fun movies. Because that's all I wanted. Like, I didn't want to go outside and play basketball. I wanted to hang out inside and watch movies all day. So it was like going to Ted's house was like Vegas um, vacation. Snakes on a plane. That's the one I just thought. Of. Uh, is, is Ginger, your mom texting you answers? No. Mm-hmm. You can see. Uh, Aaron said, I don't know. A sandwich just sounds good. She's wrong. He was not in that. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Coming to America was that was the one I was gonna hold on to. Um, let's go with Time to Kill. Oh yeah, that's so good. It's a good one. The Incredibles. The Incredibles too. <laughs> yeah, I knew I was gonna screw myself on that one because it just come right back. Should have said it early. Yeah. Guys, hard to remember all the Marvel ones. a couple on that list so I'm like oh god <laughs> damn it <laughs> is this why he always wins because everyone can see yeah. it or falls uh, asleep the other guys <laughs> There oh, yeah. That's that was a, a deep pocket one for me. Uh, Kingsman? Full title? Good point. No, the first one is just Kingsman. Are you sure? This is your rule. <laughs> it takes so long to scroll through all his movies. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Okay, even if it's okay, if it's not, then Formula Fifty One. Nice. <laughs> Hangs out with a lot of British dudes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's with uh, what's his name from Robert Fulmani. Carlyle. Robert Carlyle. Yeah, I wasn't too sure if that was his name or not. Uh, let's see. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> hey, man, that's your rule. I, if it was a sequel, you would. I mean, you made him do it. I know. <laughs> Is he redoing Shaft? No, it's a, another one. It's a sequel. Well, he's in it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a uh, security director now or some shit like that. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, let's see. You said Django. <laughs> and then there's a new Hitman's 
movie. It's the hitman's wife's bodyguard that they're in production on. <laughs> well, there you go. Aaron's got something to laugh at there and blow shit go. up. Uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Ooh, good one. The Negotiator? Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Good call. Ooh, just thought of another one. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's still like 20 more out there, isn't there? Oh, oh God, no, there's probably 30, 50. 40. <laughs> I mean, it literally takes like 10 minutes to scroll from the beginning to current. All right. Um... Jurassic Park. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, I'll go basic. One with him and John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting that in General's daughter. Which is another Travolta. Yeah. Um. I'm get, uh, Is it clear and present danger? Is that right? I want to say he's in one of the Jack Ryan movies, and I can't remember if that's it. I'm I'm stabbing at the dark here. I will tell you that he is in one of the Jack Ryan movies. I have to find it, but I don't think that's it. Do you have another one? I got three. You got three? Yeah. Good. I mean, come on, Ted. There's one that's just like, you will you will take a hammer and hit yourself over the head that you didn't say this <laughs> one. Well, I've, I'm going with clear present danger, so if, uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and we then, save time. Uh, you're wrong. So what's the Jack Ryan movie? Uh, Patriot Games. Patriot Games. All right. There you go. What three you got? I'm just curious. Coach Carter. Yeah. Changing Lanes. Mm-hmm. Minutes to Society. Yeah, I just thought of one. One eight seven. Ooh. SWAT. 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 Yeah. All the triple X. Oh, fuck yeah. He's yeah. in that. What is he? All three of them. Yeah. 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 He basically plays Nick Fury in it. <laughs> right. What's with the one with the hammer? Pulp Fiction? He said, he that, said that. Oh, all did he? Right, yeah. Never mind. There's just a lot. I was. I couldn't remember there. if there were any more Tarantino movies. Did we miss any Marvel movies? Because he wasn't in Hulk, and I didn't think he's not in The Guardians. Spear. No. The Negotiator, you said. I said The Negotiator. Um, he's not in any of the Lucy, you said Shaft, Unbreakable. You said Ultron. You said uh, Avengers. No, All the Infinity War. Basic SWAT. Uh, He's been in nine, so. Twisted. Incredibles, Incredibles, Incredibles. He, for some reason, wasn't in Black Panther. Carter. Yeah. The one I'm mad about, Jurassic Park. How did I know? Yeah. <laughs> Snakes on a Plane. You got Hold that on one? Hold on to your I got that one. Yeah. Home of the Brave. Uh, I didn't know he was in that. 1408. Cleaner, jumper. Oh, yeah, 1408's 1408. good. That's a good one. Yeah. 
Iron Man. This is Stephen King. Soul Man, mm -hmm. Spirit. Oh, yeah, he was in the Spirit. Plays Afro the, uh, Samurai. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Inglorious Bastards. That's a vo he's a voice in there. Uncredited. He's in the prison in that one. Yeah. That's the one See, I, I, I didn't think he was in that. I had that in my head. I was he's like, in no. Kill Bill Volume 2. I don't, yeah, I don't think he gets credited for Volume 1, does he? No. No, not in bottom, not one, just two. Uh, Thor, Captain America, Arena, uh, the Samaritan. We didn't get Captain America, the first Captain America. Oh yeah. Robocop. The new one. The new one. Yeah. Well, I win. Suck it. Good job. Going so back to this early stuff, jeez. Go ahead, Ted. No, I was going to say we're going to get to know Brian now. We're an hour and a half into this. Um, There's not much to know. We'll be able to <laughs> So the five W's and the one H. Who is he? What What does he do? How'd you get there? Why is Star Wars better than Star Trek? And when did you get into nerd culture? So we talked about earlier, Brian is technically my uncle. Uh, your wife, Erin, is my wife's aunt. And Aaron is the same age as me. We actually went to high school together. And years lady, later, when I'm dating Brandy, I find that out. And I'm like, no way. And then I met you, and we kind of hit it off, like, right away. I, th I mean, there yeah. was no – we're right. damn near the same age. And You were a Cardinals fan. I was, I was a, yeah. a Cubs fan at the time. I've since rehabbed, and I'm a Pirates fan, which is not That's much kind of odd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just love misery. <laughs> it makes a little more sense. I mean, being in Indiana, we are the farm team for the Pirates. True. Yeah, true. Yeah, we have been. But, I mean, we're both baseball fans above all. Yeah. And, um, I, mean, I don't know, we connected a lot on a lot of things, and a lot of it had to do with nerdy stuff. So, and so wait, so did you two go to high school together then? No, no, no I did I actually graduated, I think, a year before. I graduated in 92. Did you graduate? Yep, I graduated in 93. Okay, so did Aaron. So, um, but... But I, you had I, finished. You finished high school before your family moved to Franklin, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I graduated. Uh, we were living in Dayton, Ohio, and I graduated, and we moved <clears> to <throat> Franklin, and got a job at the Dollar Theater, Movies nice. Eight, and that's where I met my wife. And we were oh, okay. both projectionists and you know, really and assistant managers. Oh, they yeah. did it in the booth. <laughs> oh my goodness, Ted, that's a little too spicy for this Ted. podcast. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just guessing. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. And so, uh, so you you guys got married young, right? Uh, yeah, we started dating when we were nineteen. We got married when we were twenty-one. So yeah, we're twenty-three years in. Cool. Damn. Yeah, we're just babies. Dig it. Uh, and you did go to Franklin College, or did you go somewhere else? Uh, I started a, a community college in Dayton, and. When we moved, I was like, oh, college isn't for me. And I started working at the movie theater, and then we got married, and we're like, I've got to grow up. And I got a job at the at the Johnson Memorial Hospital. Okay. In the billing department. And I did medical billing for 10 years. And then in 2008, I was like, oh, the economy's bad. I'll just quit my job and go back to art school. Because yeah. <laughs> okay. there's a the lot, of, the, uh, there's a lot of money there. Yeah. Um, so I went to Heron. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So I, I graduated from Heron in 2013. And a, a big part of that was, um, a big inspiration for that was my brother went to Heron and had graduated um, from Heron. And so, yeah. 
So you were going to Heron part time though, right? Uh, no, I was going full time. I were you? Okay. Yeah, Aaron was supporting me that whole time. So I I was there for four and a half years. So I, is that just an art major, or is there like a specific major within Heron? It's it's a bachelor's in fine arts with okay. printmaking major, or, or with a focus on printmaking, and then uh, I have an art history minor. So how did you get into doing the print stuff? Well, what what had happened was, um, like, leading up to 2008 was when I went back to school. The few years before that, I've always, my my brother, like I said, went to Heron, and I got to see a lot of the stuff he was doing. My mom was always crafty and, and um, into art and stuff. So um, I've always kind of felt artistic, and um, street art was big, like, you know, like Shepherd Ferry and all that yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Hope. In 2006, 2007. Um, Mondo was making movie posters. Mm-hmm. It was still kind of a new thing for them back yeah. then. Um, We're big fans of Mondo. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, I got a, I got a hold of three or four Mondo prints and uh, the movie poster prints. And I was like, man, I, you know, I'd like to do this kind of stuff. So I, under the guise of going to school for being a graphic designer, mm-hmm. I ended up going, uh, and the first two years are foundation years. So you kind of do a little bit of everything. Right. And then I found printmaking and fell in love. Okay. It was, just, it was uh, an etching class um, doing copper plates and zinc plates and just it was amazing I, I'm, I'm very analog I can't sit in front of the computer for okay gobs it. and gobs of time I like to get my hands in and I've, I've enjoy s- the process of making stuff so, so I did uh, I did a little bit of art in college as well and that was one printmaking and it was like design and material design and materials where we worked with linoleum and did like mm-hmm. this great and sure. did like the you do one line make a print do the next line make a print you know oh yeah make like damn near like a little cartoon that was like the most fun. I loved that. I never, uh, but the wood etchings, which is, wood do you do? Yeah. You do? Okay. Um, that I always found like the most fascinating. Like that stuff was really beautiful. Uh, yeah, it was always, a, like I, printmaking was a lot of fun. Do you see that picture on like Instagram? I think it's on Instagram. Of the big wood cut I did. No, that giant the, thing from the like art show. Eight foot one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Hell yeah. The four that foot was, eight foot. Yeah, that, yeah. Was a, that was a fun one to do. Do you still have that? Yeah, it's in my garage. That's crazy, dude. It is crazy. I, it, well, it's crazy because I don't have any place to put it. Yeah. But, I mean, it was fun. You should uh, do it like a barn door and put it up in the house. Slide Our house it. isn't that big. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, you do a lot of the, obviously, the wood etching you enjoy the most? or uh, I'd like to do, I like doing the, the wood cuts and stuff, but I do a lot of screen print. Okay. I, I like screen printing a lot. Uh, uh, that was like my thesis show or whatever was screen printing. Uh, and that, oh. That's what we went up to there at 21st in Delaware? Yeah. Was that your thesis show? Well, no, that I'm sorry. My thesis show, I don't know that you went to. I was, at a, I was at a coffee shop over Mojo's. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't remember. But the, yeah, I remember. The, the thing at, at the Harrison, that was just a uh, couple years after... Um, I had uh, done that. I did a uh, residency thing a uh, couple days up at IU Kokomo, like mm-hmm. a artist residency. And um, in doing that, I talked to the instructors in the some of the printmaking classes. And 
we talked about doing the steamroller prints, which with that four by eight was, and so that was something we always talked about at Heron, but it was always poo pooed. There was some legalities or whatever, but up at IU Kokomo, they're like, we're far away from Bloomington, we can get away with this. <laughs> yeah, nice. So, so the next semester, because I'd been there in the fall, in the spring, they you know they called me and they're like, we're we're doing this, and we want you to, to carve a block and come up here. I was like, oh cool. So I carved the block posted some pictures and a, a, a friend of mine, uh, more of a friend of my brother's, um, had seen some of the pictures and he's one of the artists that has a studio up in the, the Harrison and he saw my stuff and was like, would you like to have a show here? Mm. And so that's kind of how that all, gotcha. the, the show you're referring right, right. to. Pretty so. cool. That Yeah, that was a pretty impressive piece there, that four by eight. Thanks. I mean, to do that, that's pretty neat. Um, and then you met Brian without knowing that he was my brother, right? At the no, t-shirt shop? I, I knew he was your brother. I'd seen him okay. at, but I mean, we didn't know each other very well. Right. It, it was like at Christmas, we'd come over here for Christmas or Thanksgiving or something, or we'd cross birthday paths. Or whatever, yeah. yeah, I think it was more probably birthdays. Um, and I met. I think I met him once or twice, but, but yeah. Because you were working open. down at the t-shirt shop in Franklin for a while. Right, yeah. And yeah. then his bike store ended up going in right around the corner. Yep. So. Oh. And then, yeah, and then. Brian would come over there and hang out, and we'd have afternoon beers. A little ping pong. A little, little bit of ping pong. That's the only job I ever had that we could, like, enjoy beverages at the end of the day. Right. So, but, I mean, you were able to kind of keep that enjoyment of screen. I, I know it's a job and you're doing T-shirts, but, I mean, it's oh, still no. screen printing. And, and yeah, that, that was the thing I wanted to keep, you know, that, that muscle memory going yeah it, you don't want to get soft off his hands yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, it's why i bartend one night a week it's because i loved it so much and it's like i don't want to don't want to lose that grasp on it but there there's yeah there's not a lot of money in the t-shirt making right i mean there's a lot of dreams in t-shirt making but yeah sure so. um do you have a question oh no i was just following yeah. you guys uh but then i mean you've kind of you Correct me if I'm wrong. I thought you got you have something at home now, right? Too to do the screen printing. Oh yeah, You've I got I got a studio. It's just in an uninsulated garage, so it's very <laughs> it's either very hot or, or very, very cold, cold. <laughs> except for like six days a year, <laughs> or just <laughs> just perfect. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have I I have a a big vacuum table. I have an exposure unit. Um, I've got just about everything you could use for. I have a a proof press. It's like a letter press. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, paper cutters, I, I, yeah. Do you think it's crazy that like something like that that was used to do like mass production, that people are able to find an art form into that? Oh yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, I didn't get into it too much at school. I wish I could have, but uh, you have to graduate at some point. But like, <laughs> uh, book it's the hard thing about college, like art books, bookmaking, bookbinding. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, all that equipment went obsolete or a lot of that print stuff and these artists picked it up and there's some just some incredibly well-crafted like just art books like one-off some of them are, are small editions like 10 books just like hand-bound books yeah the whole They're hand binding and stuff is awesome. now a, a, a new or yeah. an old art form that's now becoming big again right it, and it's just amazing stuff and i mean it it takes a lot of craft and it's, it's one of those things where it's the more it you don't notice it, the better mm-hmm. it is, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I have some of the this, this stuff I could do that if, if I wanted to. Um, I'd like to, but I just 
the time. I need to find a better space. Sure, I was going to ask if you're able to keep doing stuff like that or if it's harder. It's it's a little bit harder. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new to the game. Ted, Ted didn't want to yell at you, so I thought I'd better just stop you before something happened. He's fucking driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's very phallic. I just want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I'm sorry. I, I diverted there. Uh, yeah, the idea is that, that at some point we're going to have um, less kids in the house yeah. and more space and I'll be able to like have all this stuff to do whatever I want. Gotcha. Um, you you said something earlier that you're very analog. Do you find it harder to, in in the world of digital and art becoming more and more digital, is it harder to be an analog artist, do you think? Or do you think that's still relatively prevalent in the art world? I, I mean, I think it's definitely prevalent. It's one of those things that's like you have to, to be successful, I believe you have to have an online presence and, and all that stuff, which I'm not... That. I was I, and, I was going to bring it up because obviously I did a little bit of research into because I follow you on Instagram just because we're buds and I, but I'd never like gone back and looked at some of your stuff and that's where I saw like that giant ass print and I was like whoa but yeah so I because you've been on for a while but there's only like you only have like sixty pictures bro yeah and, and that's just because on? I need to step up your game I, I, I have this year <laughs> you, well, no, like dude, forty I was year. gonna say like you are <laughs> that's one of my favorite things is always seeing your posts because I love. Cause that's where and where we kind of met was at the comic. I mean, I think another like family function thing or whatever. But a couple of months ago, we ran into well, and before that, I think it was before another. That, yeah, I mean, we would go to the Ash shows. Yeah, comic book shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we go to the Ash comic book shows, and that was where we kind of hung out and got to know a little bit more about you and your affinity for like the older like noir. And following you on Instagram, I see the pulp stuff, the yeah. pulp uh, comics, and like those old like. The old, uh, like Universal Monster type stuff. Oh, yeah, and so, uh, so if you wanted, because is this so with these? I had the question: Are you doing anything with these ones that you post? Or are these just things that you find and you find like as inspiration? I'm a uh, like a, I'm a bit of a hoarder. Okay, <laughs> I get it. I get it naturally. No, uh, I totally like, dig it because uh, I didn't know if you were like if you were recreating yourself or if you were reimagining like we had talked about. The artist at the top of the show that you've mm-hmm. all introduced us to, uh, the man or was it Astro Man? Yeah, man, man, or, man Astro, or Astro Man. Man or Astro Man, because um, you found early inspiration from Coop, who right. did their artwork, and so I noticed that like it, it has that like old feel to it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if you, because uh, I cannot remember his name, but there's a guy that I follow and he does that. He takes old movies, but then like will reimagine them as well, kind of like what Mondo does with. They're posters, yeah. in a way. Yeah. They'll take you know existing movies and you know kind of give it to an artist and let them kind of do what they want. I, I, I try to avoid that a little bit just because I don't want to. At school, I tried to was always trying to find my original voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't want to to piggyback off of a property necessarily. Okay. Now that's not to say that my stuff's original. It isn't. It's just always. There's no real original ideas out there, right? So, um, so I, I find I, I would like. Do to you make really art feel like that? Sorry, every, everything's been done, man. I I think that there's people who find new twists on things, but but it's a twist. It's not an idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, is it just influenced to a point of reproduction, or? Well, I think it's inundation with. 
the I, medias. Well, I think that's what's happened is that everything that we have now, or, or if, uh, what we've been going through in the digital age, and things have been coming to, to term in the digital age, that created this uh, bed of artists that were reinterpreters. Mm-hmm. That did take things and reinterpret it through the digital tools that they had, regurgitated out there different ways, doing different things because it was easy for them to take something, cut it apart, put it back together, you know, add to it. And I think that's where a lot of the originality is has disappeared from. You know, that the, the these people who are creative have taken their creativity to that side of things. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that everything's been done. I think it's out there. I think it's just very hard to do because we are so influenced by all these things that are redos of things from the well, past. Well, it's just so and, and, and a lot of that stuff is very inspirational. It's kind of cool to take those old, you know, like Universal Monster stuff and play with it because there's there's a lot of, you know. Uh, I, but as much as I love pop culture and I yeah, do, yeah. I feel like mining pop culture is kind of a shortcut. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I own some Mondo prints because I, I love them. But, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, all these people are just getting licenses. and Right, like and, that's and not the type of art and, that you would do. Uh, right. I, I mean, it's to me, that's just, it's an easy way to make money. Make a buck. But. Um, and that's, uh, you know, I think that's what kind of drove some of that is it, it not so much, you know, taking things beyond just influence, you know. And I'm not trying to poo-poo some of this stuff. I mean, I enjoy it. It's no, just, yeah. It's just not what I, I'm getting into. I mean, I, you know, I'll do. I, I made your Lego thing. Yeah. I, I, and I love doing that. That was. Yeah. But that's not something I'm like want to do for a living. Yeah. Or, or, or oh, easily. that was the fucking best. Yeah. You can Seriously. easily put stuff like that on. You can have an Etsy <clears throat> store and just probably kill it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it would that that kind of stuff that people could buy for themselves and just to let people know. I had Brian print up uh, basically a box. That we was, opened it on air, didn't we? I don't remember. I might have brought I, it in and showed it on air. It, it was basically we made yeah. a, a fake Lego set of Alderaan, which was just a pile of Lego bricks Yeah, for the essence. And, essence a, and, and a, what a, a vintage picture. Yeah. A vintage picture <laughs> a vintage of Brian picture on the me, back. But, I mean, just all sorts of – I mean, the what I really loved about it was the depth of thought that went into it and the – the, the down to the like the Lego model number was like my birth date, and the number of pieces was something else. And I think yeah, the, 11, the arm, I think the, it's the, the, the one extra piece yeah. that wasn't just a brown brick was like the arm of of a Bell Organa yeah, or something. Yeah. You know? Well, and because you did a you did a Funko Pop for Ted too, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, which is fucking phenomenal. Absolutely yeah. the best. That was just so wonderful. You took a. Son of Art Anarchy. Clay Morris. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah Clay. Uh, 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 Ron, Ron Perlman character. <laughs> character, and you made it basically me for my 40th birthday. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's... So the pop numbers for it, like, yeah, very detail-oriented. Yeah, and it is just amazing. Did you ever show those guys, like, inside it's got, like, Thor on the back of the jacket? No, no, I, I don't take it out of the box. Yeah, I, I, if you take, it's It's got a back patch. That's like Thor on the back. Get of the, the fuck! Chest. Why <laughs> did he, he didn't even tell us about that? Uh, he doesn't know. He just found out. No, 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 no. I know. Oh, oh, I mean, okay. I, I opened it that oh, day. No, I, but I, mean, I thought you said you never opened it. I, I just we, we put it up it, over there. I look at it every single day, and I'm just like, that is so fucking badass. But I, I love doing 
that kind of stuff where I can just get focused <clears> in. I mean, and to I, me, I, that and sorry. I do really enjoy that kind of art, that reimagined, the, the taking the twist, the mashups, the things like that. I I think that stuff's brilliant and takes a great amount of creativity. I'm not saying that that's not art. I just think that what we've it's more know, craft than art. Yeah, well, the, the stuff that the the tools we have now drive us towards those kind of things and. Because we, because you can do that, but you know. I actually brought some for you guys if you want. Oh, oh yeah, really? Shit, we gotta, we gotta dig something up. Uh, Get behind the curtain. Maybe these are those T-shirts you promised us a long time ago. The Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Rip, rip off the Star Lord. You're our star. Uh, here, here. This here, is. Look, we got you. <laughs> so this last year, got you this pin. I made these little sketchbooks. Oh, out of, oh. I don't know if I ever showed you, I but they're so. little out of VHS tape covers, so you can have one of those. I, those oh, are the ones I have. sick! I I made those last year, and dude, that's a genius fucking idea. You should be selling this crap. Yeah. I tried selling it once, and it didn't work. Do you not so. have an Etsy store or something? No, yeah. I, I don't. Like but, to me, I mean, just like the, all the, all the, the idea all the of that. And Star Wars ones got snatched up. Uh, like it's so, so and it's like you, if you do stuff like this, like I feel like you have to have like that. If it's that in niche. your back pocket, see, I carry yeah. my my mummy one. Oh nice. So, all the time. so you just <laughs> you go get the videos at like Goodwill, Goodwill or, or whatever, and I mean, God, why don't I ever think of this shit? <laughs> see, that's where I'm like, fuck you, because that's a genius idea. Yeah. That you could probably get away with like charging five bucks a piece for those things. Easily. Where? And <laughs> anywhere. Etsy, Etsy store. Etsy. Etsy store. Because it's one of like Comic Con. It's, yeah, yeah you, you can you can join our table this year. We're gonna have a table where we're yeah. gonna do frames. Because my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're gonna just bring in a whole lot of eleven by seventeen frames. <laughs> that is a brilliant idea, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I said let's just sit there, set up a frame so booth. Many people, like just, they have those Funko Pops. Like they're just like, oh, we just sell the case, and they yeah. just rake in the dough. And everybody there is selling the same format now. It's all oh, yeah. what eleven by seventeen or whatever, and just frames and U line two. I, yeah, just I cannot. I can't take this from you. I no, no, no. I, no, you're you're a huge John Carpenter fan. But no, I, I brought. I was like, I was I can, like, I, I was wait till round two went by again and <laughs> see if it was still there. I was like having a tough time between that, but I had to take Raiders. I was Goodfellas, Exorcister, Escape. Oh, uh, and uh, Samuel L. was in Goodfellas too. This right, he was. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a second. When, where is he in Goodfellas? Small, small part. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch. I guess. Twist my arm. I thought I've seen that movie a bazillion times. Well, you probably have. And I don't remember ever seeing it. <laughs> it's a D. Uh, I will like. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to derail everything. No, no. Well, there's a lot of things early on in his career that you just discount yeah. that you don't think you know because you don't know who he is. Well, and it's. I mean, it's like uh, coming to America. Such a small role, but so pivotal. But memorable. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, to me, this is just genius idea, and it is art. It's usable it's a, art. It's craft. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think you keep saying Cra- that. Well, because I, I, well, there, there, I think craft is the right word. It's for, so? some, it's, for something like this. Yeah. It's, a, it's. Is it usable art? Is that what makes it a craft? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, in a in a fine art school, that's not fine art. That's no. craft. Okay. And so that's that's the perspective I'm coming from. Is gotcha. If I was to bring that into one of my classes at Heron, they'd be like, uh, "What are you doing?" 
Right. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's fun. But, uh, but it's, money it's not, in my wallet. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. It's not a capital A art. You know, right. It's just, right. But it's not. I'm not trying to lessen it in the, in the sense. Yeah. Don't poo poo that at all, man. It's, it's a great fucking idea. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I think it. I think it is appropriate and should be said on some stuff like that, where like some people will consider. Considers that like like you said like consider that like fine art and you know like bosoms and it but it is crafty and it's it's super dope don't get it twisted like he said he's not shitting on it it's just like you we're not understanding why the art versus craft I think no I get it okay now, I think now you do it we explain I mean I look I'm not expecting this to show up at the IMA I get that but I mean to me that's it's a great idea that's it's the process you know is artistic. I guess is and I, I and, I, and I enjoy doing. It. I mean, that's that's the thing. It's, it's creative. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Hey. So, anyway, not to interrupt where you were at. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. These are super I mean, I, I don't know if you guys can use them or not. But oh, I, know. I love notebooks. I yeah. I don't is. use them <laughs> nearly as well as I should <laughs> or as often, but I do love the concept of them. I can go back and rekeep all of my uh, every hollow or every October. I do 31 movies. I okay. try to watch 31 horror movies. So. So, so which little, you which little movie cover notebook? Oh, you got the Exorcist. I got the cool, Exorcist because cool. I was like, yeah, I could write. Ted, what'd you end up with? Uh, uh, Escape from New York. And Goodfellas. No. Oh, no, I was just sitting there. Okay. I got Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's appropriate. Um. Another Instagram post that I did want to talk to you about is that Batman mask. Where did you get that? Is that something you've oh. kept over the years? No, it was something I just found at a garage sale. You found that For at a garage like a, a quarter. God damn okay, it, dude. That, That's one thing I wanted to bring up is that you do see, I don't want to say rummaging, but you do like to do the go to Goodwill and kind of dig in and oh, yeah. garage sales and stuff like that to find yeah, I don't stuff spend to, a lot of money on the stuff I yeah. ordered. <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah. but you've got some really like, uh, you've got some really interesting pieces though, going through these like finding or well, one that Batman mask, two the Darth Vader lives. Let's see the button. Batman mask. Oh, that yeah, that was like from, the. I was. Oh yeah, back I to sp- the those things. Yeah. Yeah. I spent a, a good decade on like. Well, have you seen all Star Wars? The guy so, at uh, that we always see at a Comic Con that here that does the the woodcuts. Where he takes the old masks. Uh, the, at Pepon at, at, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one of his sticker. Like I have a Skeletor sticker he I've, did. Yeah. On I finally broke down and bought one of his uh, his stuff. Cutouts of the of uh, one of the Halloween masks that he did. Was, was the, it a mummy? No, or I, the zombie. The zombie one because it glows in the dark. Yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah. he's he's at. Did you get one with the resin on it? He started putting resin covering it. No, I don't think it is resin. That, I think that no, that's just, just in the last year he, he, or two. He, he encompasses a lot of things you like to do, the screen yeah. and the print and all that stuff. I think he, he uses his is spray, a lot of spray paint. paint. Yeah. His yeah. Spray stencil, paint stencil, stencil yeah. and spray paint. But yeah, he, man, he makes some incredible stuff. Some really, really cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, a lot of his inspiration comes from like the old costumes. He says yeah. he goes out and buys those when he can find them. And... The most recent one, I, we actually like commented on each other uh, on Instagram, was the, Jap- or the Japanese or Chinese uh, Frankenstein yeah. album that you found. Laser disc, laser disc. Laser disc yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Where did you find that? Because that one, that, I can say like a lot of your stuff that you do post, like one looks in really good condition. So it's apparent that you obviously have an eye for it. Because they never got used. Although, well, I don't <laughs> but you obviously like have an eye for this kind of thing. So would you consider something like this like a hobby of yours? Yeah, I mean, well, it's I 
I go to half price books okay. at least twice a week. And um, we're I'm up, sure Aaron knows. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I say twice, and she's probably like, uh huh. Uh huh. Twice. Twice. Um, and I found I found that at uh, half price books um, up in by Castleton. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, up, that's up the one that I frequent a bunch. Yeah, they have a really good comic book section. And I, I was, I had a doctor's appointment up there, and then afterwards we stopped by there, and uh, not too much information, but I went to the restroom, and it was hanging next to the door at the restroom. <laughs> really? So I was like in in a red frame, and I'm like, that is, that's cool. So I went in, and I was like, do you sell the the stuff on the walls? And they're like, well, what are you talking about? And I told them, they're like, oh yeah, it's, there's a price on the back. I'm like, what? So so, so I ran so. It wasn't too. It was okay. Wait, Aaron might listen. Sorry. No, no, she was there. She was there. Um, it was twenty. It was twenty dollars, which is okay. way more than I usually spend. Plus, you're uh, getting a frame, which is dope. But it came with the frame, and I'm not. I, and like I told Aaron at the time, I was like, "When am I going to come across that again?" Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and so that was the comment because I was like, "Man, that is like a dope find." Like I would frame that, and that's when you're like, "Yeah, it came in a red frame." Yeah. Which is perfect because it's got the really awesome like, it, red it's lettering. Just, it's just an LP frame that. But yeah. I've never seen a red one, and they had it framed in that. So like, cool. And that's uh, like that is the snag if you can find something already framed, right? Because yeah. we just collect posters and they sit in tubes for the rest of their lives. No, no, I, I went that. to Michael's oh, yeah. about one of those artist things. The, the... You found they no. sell those. Yeah, you know the little portfolios. The, the oh, I think thing. you're talking about the big actual. No, no, racks. no, no, no. That one we were talking about. The, yeah. The flip no, I didn't get that. I, but we we said that that that's what we need, like in the corners to go get one of the poster stands, like from Walmart, like the display and racks. I've been looking for those. one of those for years. Okay. Yeah. Every well, time a, a store closes, like Toys R Us was the last place. I was like, where is it? Where is it? And I know they're selling like all the Miley shit. Cyrus posters and, <laughs> and some yeah. end cap. But inevitably, they're either gone or they're a couple hundred dollars for some reason. Yeah. Oh, wow. But they're very hard to find. But, yeah. I, I have a couple flat files in my garage. I keep everything so it, doesn't, so it doesn't all roll down. See, I found, because uh, the container store is like my go-to, uh, Shangri-La. And I found a, a nice box that I can keep them all where they can lay flat. Yeah. And I can keep them in there. So I was pretty excited about that because I normally have tubes. Yeah. And so, yeah. That's cool. So being out of art school, are you? Do you struggle to keep producing, or yes? You, I was going to ask it. Is it life gets in the way, or is it just that without having a deadline or a? It's a little bit of both. I mean, mo- mostly it's just being distracted by kids and jobs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But um, I am a little bit of a procrastinator. Yeah, yeah. So I always, a, de- a deadline helps. Yeah. Sure. It, it helps a lot. Some of the best stuff I did in school was hours before or yep. the night before, or um, maybe not like actually the idea, but like just you yeah. know. Are, is there anything that you're cooking now, working on, or are you just kind of like enjoying uh, the collecting? We're, we're, we've talked about doing something. Yeah, that, that's kind of cooking. Is this Christmas? Am I I have something to do with Christmas? Okay. Don't get too excited. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited about the idea. Yeah. Um, Well, especially because we talked about collaborations earlier. Well, and that and that's what I was going to ask you is that (laughs) that seemed a little (laughs) walking that you asked. Well, okay. So, like the things that you and I have done together, which have mostly been me coming to you saying, "Hey, you're talented. I'm not. Make this happen for me. I have this idea." I mean, I enjoy doing that stuff. And then actually, like, seeing it come to fruition, like that box you did for Brian. I mean, I was just blown away by that. That was 
seriously some of the most dope shit I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like I talk about that to this day. It was it was a ton of fun to do. I mean, I mean do you find inspiration or I don't know what the right the right question is, but like to me I enjoy doing that collaboration. Mm-hmm. And and talking about what we're talking about, I think you know, look forward to that. So yeah. is it I mean, a collaboration you, from that point of view, I I mean, when we when we've done stuff, you've given me a path and a focus, you mm-hmm. know, and you gave me freedom to do whatever I wanted. And I threw some ideas back at sure. you. You're like, yeah, yeah I mean, so. Well, I think uh, most importantly, I gave you a deadline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I barely kept it. <laughs> so, well, no, I mean, and, that, and that's the thing that I love is like, because like, I just don't have the skills to do some of that stuff, but like get the idea and then run with it. And so, yeah. I, I just yeah I I need to make more time to do it because I'm I'm much happier when I do yeah um I you know it just gives me focus I I like alone time mm-hmm. I don't I'm, I'm not one of those people that has to stay busy or whatever um, best and, advice you could give or you ever got as far as being in the art world oof, man. I don't know. See, there's it's, a there's a young struggling artist trying to get out. You know, I yeah, like well, and it's and I think you're right, like because I, I did like I'm struggling the, too. <laughs> yeah, like I because I paint. I found I found painting in college was like my go to, and woodworking. But it's like I barely get to woodwork. Like unless I have like a a focus, like a directive. I guess mm-hmm. like with like you know you tell me you need something. Right. I can write that do down. It. I got something for you. Okay. Right, woodworking down because I got to tell you something later. Okay. No, I real quick off, off that woodworking. What do you mean woodworking? Like, like. Uh well, so I got I got into it because their father, my grandfather, got really into woodworking, kind of late in his life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not for not for like building tables. Like, well, like he did kind of? like he did furniture mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and so I always thought that it was really cool, and he had like this you know beautiful workshop, and so he built the. In thing the thing at the end of the couch, I, the I, table had, no, I had no idea. It's a oh, yeah, tool. It's like, and like for a very long time, we didn't. Nobody in the family bought furniture. You would just put in kind of like hey, I need orders a, for I need a dresser, and then and then he we made, all he well kind of ended up with our own style that he adhered to. So I've yeah. got two or three you know pieces and like you know, he's got Meg, a Meg and Brian have got a grandfather clock. clock that he made. Wow, all the the bedroom fantastic. suit that mom has, he made. I have for, my toy box. Yes. Yeah. He made me. Uh, okay. I still have yeah, that. So anyway, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah I'm sorry. I, I just, no, no, no I, worries. Didn't, I didn't realize that history. But, so yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, like he wasn't, uh, I would like very creative, but very like functional mm-hmm. woodworking was what he kind of did. And I took a class in college called uh, Design and Materials and got really into woodworking there. And then I did painting uh, as like painting was the main goal. That was the one I took the most classes of but yeah but it's i mean it is like once you get out of school like i don't paint shit unless he tells me to paint it right i don't build shit unless my girlfriend tells me that she needs something or mom needs something ikea doesn't count it doesn't <laughs> but like i built like that is i created i created my own i create but you know what it is really dope to like figure out how shit works and i think like the love of that comes from lego and woodworking so essentially ikea is giant lego and i will <laughs> buy anything that my girlfriend wants at ikea because i can't wait to build it <laughs> uh but yeah and so i think like not being in school like it is harder to kind of create things 
I mean, it, the the one thing that I was I was told as far as getting back to advice, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's good advice or, but it always stuck with me was was uh, don't be afraid to be different, like and, and like just like try things and fail and learn and try it again and fail and you know just yeah. Yeah. and um you know make stuff for yourself, which is very hard to do for me. I just I I for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I, I try very hard to do it, but, um, and just know that at the end of the day, if, you know, it doesn't matter if no one likes it, as long as you like it. Now, when, when you're working with somebody, like when we were collaborating, I definitely, yeah. we had a goal when I was No, yeah, 100%. Done, but, sure. But uh, I do a lot of stuff that's symmetrical because that balance just calms me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very, you know, it's not like I created symmetry, but that's that's something that i i enjoy so. so did you grow up just having an affinity for uh nerdy stuff i assume star wars was the biggest influence yeah i mean i i wasn't like even a huge huge star wars fan growing up i i when i think way back like the movies i remember i remember the first superman i remember vividly crying at the beginning of the first superman because his dad died, and I was just destroyed. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, this is so horrible. <laughs> this movie sucks. Um, you know, I, I had... Screw you, daughter. <laughs> I, I, of course, had a, you know, a, a love for Star Wars. Um, Garbage Pail Kids were... You know, Masters of the Universe yeah. was the thing I remember having toys yeah. for, the, for that. We moved a lot, so there's a lot of garage sales and a lot of not having lost yeah it's got to go because it can't move yeah so then yeah then i get married and buy 1200 carded star wars figures (laughs) and things happen you know and (laughs) i haven't bought any in a long time it i have a a uh, completionist gene he's got it too so don't worry word which is you're in a room of them it gives me anxiety even looking at these Funko figures because oh, I mean there's like Funko. a bazillion Dude. Funkos. Dude, that's, like, that's the whole yeah. thing is like I I abstain from starting anything Funko because of that problem. Right? I, just, I can't you know because like, there's been a couple I've been like that's really cool but I that's a slippery I, slope for me. Oh it was. It is yeah. 100%. I'm, I, I have so resolved much. myself to finish off I gotta get two Sandlot characters and then I only need two more of the Ragnarok and I'm done. And, and like, like every like damn near every every Funko Pop I have has been given to me, and lo- like the only reason that I've ever bought Funko Pops is to get them signed like at Comic Con. Yeah, that, that, that's because hard. it's like I I hate it. And like if I could suggest <laughs> anything for this Christmas, maybe don't get me Funko Pop <laughs> unless it's like unless it's one of my already started collections, then I can go. Because <laughs> it is, it's just like it drives me like it drives me nuts. I mean, not it, having like everything from that set, or and it, yeah. I mean, I was a, a variant freak, and yeah. I started getting into foreign carded figures. <laughs> I, ha- I have a couple of French I, ones. I got into some of the counterfeit. Oh yeah, you, bootleg just, stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, and like, I mean, even the what was the the. It was like the metal dick 3PO trading card you bought. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's a real thing. Yeah. That, yeah. Right, it is. Yeah. You yeah. bought it, or we were on the yeah. hunt for it? We, well, I found it at. I bought it off the guy from at the toy convention thing from the Star Wars group or whatever club that's, that's in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know all those guys. It gets bad. Yeah, I, yeah. 
Yeah, I just yeah. Hung well, out and, but that's why I like the. I mean, that's I like. I love going to those shows, but it's also it. I mean, it is. It's, it's that a detriment. Com- it's a completionist genius. Because it's like so. now it's like I you know I did spend ninety dollars on a comic twice because it was stolen <laughs> and I had to have it, and so yeah. So it. I mean, Lord no. Hey, God bless the women that you know have uh, yeah. been gifted to us. Right. Sure. Or have taken us in. <laughs> as you <laughs> probably should say. Us or poor, having kicked us out. Souls. Um, we, we, we were going to ask everybody why is Star Wars better than Star Trek? As quick as you can. Oh, we're we're over two hours. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I mean, it's not your fault. It's, <laughs> I Star Trek. I just it's like watching like a high school UN reenactment thing. I don't know. It's just boring. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. It needs to be on a T-shirt, right? I, I love that. Star nope, Trek, that's so good. You <laughs> it's. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's just kind of boring to me. It's, it just doesn't feel like the real thing, right? Right. I mean, <laughs> that, in, in in Star Wars, Continue. all the bad guys have u- uniforms, and in Star they do, Trek, right? You know, in Star Trek, they all look the same, so they're almost like the villains. It's, yeah, it's everything's backwards, up is down. <laughs> I dig it. Left is right. Um. And so yeah, so he kind of, I mean he because he obviously got into the nerd culture. So I mean, end goal with the art, like where would you like? I mean, do I, you like do you do you want to see yourself getting into more showcases? I I, I do like having shows. Okay, I, and I I it's it's stressful, but it's, it's but it's a, a deadline too. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, the cool thing about printmaking is. You can get into groups and um, get in portfolio exchanges. Okay, which what's is, that? Uh, you might have a group of like you have like a cura- curator, and then you have they'll invite like twenty people. Everybody makes like twenty two prints. Okay, and they have a deadline. They mail it to the curator. They separate all of them out into twenty boxes, and each artist will get. 20 prints so it's i mean it's literally a, a portfolio like a cookie exchange like a at christmas Ex- exactly Ex- that's and usually and usually there's a theme um so for a poor and a deadline and a deadline <laughs> um so for a a poor or starving artist who likes collecting art uh-huh print me print portfolio print portfolio sounds out that sounds they're, that just sounds really cool and like something that like I would want to get my hands on as a consumer. Like if you were like, Hey, these 20 artists like tackled divinity and each, everybody took their own thing on, Mm -hmm. you know, took their own scope on divinity, made a print and all it's all collected in a box. Like it's essentially like your collector's box. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you get like a pen by a different artist, you get a Funko pop, you get a t-shirt, you know, it's like everybody collaborated to do. That's a really cool idea. Yeah. I, it's probably been, a year and a half, two years since I've been in one. But okay. It, I mean, it's, they're a lot of fun. I mean, usually you'll get two or three really great prints and then a bunch of, oh, that's nice. That's not really my thing. Right. And then two or three of, this person forgot that they were doing this until last night. <laughs> <laughs> and so do you guys, like, I mean, do you guys, like, kick it hard, like, art school style and critique each other at the end of it or no, I, you the, just gifted the, the boxes last, and the last couple way? i didn't even know anyone that was in it it was just like there was a face facebook group okay and i was just like hey you know i, I can do this check out my you know i sent them links of stuff i've done and just gotten involved and usually there's a little bit of cost like 
you usually chip in like $25 just so that the person who's curating it has money for boxes and packaging and, 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 yeah. and, and shipping and all that stuff. Oh, so these aren't even like just local artists. Like you no, said, it's on no, Facebook, no. so you get yeah, yeah, no. It, uh, That's even cooler because you get I more of like last, a regional the style. The last one was the curator was in Minnesota, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, stuff from all over the place, and there's uh, there's been a couple of really nice prints that I've gotten. That's awesome. But cool. What was okay. the original question? Did I, did I go way off? I, no, no. I tend to go <laughs> off on tangents, <laughs> and thus. I think it's always good to start with a baseline question. Just go. I think that was Star Trek or Star Wars, which is better. (laughs) Is where that came from. It was end goals of what you would like to see. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm be world famous or anything like that. But I'd like to have shows and and have more time to do my own thing. All right, I can dig it. Well, you guys got anything else for Brian? No, I think. I really appreciate you coming in, man. Well, thanks for and, yeah, I was and, super nervous. And, and just to let you know, officially, it was not me. It was them that was like, well, we need to have Tisdale in next. Well, thank you. So. I, well, and it's just like, I mean, because like I said, we've hung out at comic shows. I mean, shit, I bought one of your entire collections off of you. Yeah, thank you. Because uh, <laughs> I'm a big uh, noir fan as yeah. well. And so just to see all that was like really cool that you had that. I dug it. Uh, and then obviously, like I said, we follow you on only Instagrams. And I dig it. Brian, you got anything? Wordscape. <laughs> Which one for Christmas? Well, I think that is a nice segue into our merchandise section. Brian, what are you asking for for Christmas? Oh, uh, I have this thing, this uh, agreement with my family that I buy my Christmas gifts and they wrap them for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I so how does that work? Cause that's an interesting theory. I... I, I Aaron and I don't haven't really exchanged gifts in years. We spend all our money on the kids, but okay. like, like my mom was like, "What do you want?" And I always want obscure things, and I try to let her do her own thing, and it's never really worked. Okay. So, <laughs> I bought I bought a book off Amazon, and That's I got it. it I got it in the mail. And I looked through it, and it's exactly what I want. And she's gonna get it and wrap it here for me soon. Very cool. <laughs> what book was it? Uh, it's called. It's a book called um, Ad Nauseum, and it's. Uh, I think I've heard of this. This guy like clipped out um, newspaper ads for horror movies through the whole decade of the 80s, and it's just a hardbound book of just nothing but the ad slicks. That's super cool. It's like it's kind of like a scrapbook, and it doesn't look like a scrapbook, but basically, a little bit, yeah. You flip through it, and it's just it's so me. Okay. Just because uh, Aaron makes cool. fun of me, I have all these books with just pictures, and she's like, "Do you have read a little bit?" But I like, yeah. the, I like the picture. Read the captions. <laughs> it was like that lately. Tops came out with uh, three. I think there's three. I think I got the third one, but from the original Star Wars card series, mm-hmm. they recaptured everything in three books. You know, small books, so it's like every card, every variant. Yeah, I think I've seen it because like it's, it's like a page, it's like a wax, wax pack. Wax pack. The, yeah, yeah, the back page has got a piece of bubble gum sitting in there. Mm-hmm. And oh, the, and the covers awesome. are kind of waxy. They made one for Mars Attacks too, and yeah. I saw that half price books, and I didn't pick it up, and oh, I'm regretting it. I still need I need Return of the Jedi. I got Empire and Star Wars ones, and they're they're really cool books, especially the, when they you are know, super elves cool. out there listening. Yeah, they're just yeah. Yeah, small little coffee table books. That's super cool. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, art uh, coffee table books. Like, they've gotten me a few over the years and that have been really – like, the uh, 
I think it, I'm trying to remember what it, I think it was just called like women in comics and so it's like he got me oh yeah I got you yeah, yeah nice big book but it just goes over like the history of like women in comic books yeah. and half of them are just cover just comic book covers yeah. of like the main ladies I dig those any other merchandise in general you're looking for Brian uh no no okay. <laughs> right. Ted, sorry you, you, you never know what you're after until you find it yeah I, uh, I'm a little yeah Okay. I'm just always on the uh, search no, for whatever. I'm good right now. I'm just waiting for Christmas. Be on your your merch. Uh, for me, well, uh, since we're in the merchandise section, did you want to talk about your Lego donation drive? Uh, or not yours, but I don't remember much about it. That's oh. why I tagged you in it. <laughs> I figured you would have because I it. when I tagged you and I said put it in the outline so I did. that I didn't have to remember anything. Uh, but what I will say is that I got the we'll just screw it. Um, I got the tenth the the next Marvel Collector Core box from Funko now slash Amazon was the ten year one, mm-hmm. and I gotta say is a fucking swing and a miss. So here, oh bummer. No, nah, I wasn't real. Well, yeah, like you said, you know what they picked for the uh this the 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 Funko Pop scene that you get well, is they did they did a movie moment, which is like a new thing that they're coming out with. So first of all. You get a uh, a gold uh, Gladiator Hulk Pez, which is dope. I feel like for you. Yeah, I mean they're doing Pez now, the the Pez, the Pez dispensers. But it, again, that gives me. It should have been all green, <laughs> green <laughs> Pez, right? Yeah, I know. And then there was two pint-sized heroes, which were mysteries, but they were gold. I got Thanos and uh, Thor from Ragnarok. And then the big thing was the movie moment, and it's Whiplash versus Iron Man from Iron Man Two. The worst of the Marvel movies. Okay, so I think yeah. this is their, their and, low and that, moment. And that's my point. Is like <coughs> this is the you're celebrating the ten years of Marvel Studios, and this is the moment you come up with. Like is, this should have been released, and the Thanos Captain America one should have or, been. Or or the Captain Skull one that they did was really cool too. Yeah. Or the Thanos and you know Thor what? one that uh, they're getting ready to release, which you know looks, would be really it's, cool. It's Thor with the axe in Thanos' chest. And like Thor is up higher off of some lightning bolts that's holding oh. them and I mean and it's it's cool, but I'm not knocking this as like a general product, but to pick this for the ten, I'm like what would have been really cool is if it was nothing but a movie moment and it was just a giant it was just the giant wraparound well, from the Avengers. And then Brandy and I got yeah. going on it and we're like she's like, I've got ten other ideas that would have been better for the ten. And that was that was mine was the original five wrapped Again, around. a circle. Yeah. Right. Or you we're know, doing the the marble statue one that they that they always show the remember that one the, at the, uh, the, the yeah, Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. yeah. Or do do like the pint sized heroes. And then I'm like, you know what they should have done? They should have done the shawarma table. Oh yeah. my god, I would have shit and paid two hundred dollars for that. <laughs> Did you imagine that fucking thing? Oh yeah, that'd be cool as shit. But anyway, yeah, I just like I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have it. I appreciate it. I paid my money for it, but I just a little, little disappointed. So well, you know they can't win them all. No, and next month is X Men. So. Yeah. Sounds dope as fuck to me. 
there's your boy. Uh, all right, well, so, so Ted tagged me in this post on Facebook this week uh, about a friend in Indianapolis uh, named Chop Guy. Uh, is kind of what he, I guess, goes by and what his n- organization is. Um, his name, here we go, Ben Glenn, uh, and his daughter, Natasha, have a website called GiveYourBricks.com where you can donate, uh, I guess, through there. Um, but as a physical drop-off point, if you are in Indiana, uh, you can go to Mercy Road Church at two, uh, 2381 Point Parkway in Carmel, Indiana, 46032. And for the holiday season, they are collecting Lego brick sets that are unopened. Well, uh, And I saw this on Indie Style, which is Brian has a relationship with them because he goes on, I don't know, what every two weeks during the summer or something mm-hmm. like that to re- you know talk about new product. And I saw this dude up there with his daughter talking about this new charity thing that they started, and I thought it was a great idea. I mean, and plus being a Lego fan, so there you go. Cool. Just wanted to get it out there. <laughs> Do our part. <laughs> so. Uh, did you have any merchandise? Or did uh, you yeah, if anybody wants to buy me the uh, two-scale Hogwarts Lego set, that'd be dope. So. Okay. Thanks for your $400 donation, folks. Well, let me go ahead and write that down. Yeah. Not going to yeah. uh, I can say that lately, or well, not lately, when I went to go do my Christmas shopping, I did get a little bit of, because I went uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, so are you done done? I, yeah, I'm done with everybody's Christmas shopping. Dude, I cranked it out this year. So last year I did Amazon, and I was like, oh, cool, I got done before December or I got done like the first weekend to December and this week I got it or this year I got everything done like damn near before Thanksgiving. So felt pretty good about that. Uh, but in my adventures into the world, who'd you get in the drill? None of your goddamn business. <laughs> uh, I was able to treat myself a little bit because some people were hosting exclusive sales. Um, so current merchandise that I did buy was I needed the, Hogwarts Express train for an idea for Christmas decoration, so I bought that, and in turn was able to get the exclusive Bricktober uh, four pack of the Harry Potter minifigs. Uh, so the minifigs just keep rolling in for Harry Potter. Um, somebody wasn't too happy that you bought that train. Somebody was <laughs> not too happy <laughs> because she exclusively, Aaron, my girlfriend, apparently had bought the train for me for Christmas and was going to give it to me after Thanksgiving. Oh, I didn't like a pre- get that, that. I heard that she had bought that for you, and then you went and bought the something to buy to get your Bricktober. I didn't know that you bought that train. I bought the train to get my Bricktober set because you had to. Because so normally these things get are released. To the Magi and shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Normally, these four packs, uh, the Bricktober, because normally they come out in October, and normally they're exclusive to Toys R Us. Uh, Obviously, Toys R Us shit the can this year, and so they released them to Barnes & Noble, and Barnes & Noble was like, tight, we don't sell Lego sets at all at our bookstore. Because they're insanely expensive there. (laughs) But it was only five bucks more than market price, so I wasn't too upset. Uh, But they were like, you had to spend $75 or more to get this exclusive set. And so I did it because I'm a sucker and I need everything. <laughs> and uh, But then I went to the Lego store to do some other shopping. And uh, they were hosting the architecture sets that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. 
but it's Diagon Alley from Harry Potter. So, of course, I had to have that. <laughs> and, of course, you had to spend a certain undisclosed amount of money to get it because Aaron does listen to this podcast. <laughs> and, uh, but I got it, so suck it, world. <laughs> and I have all of the... So it, it's like the architecture series, but it's Diagon Alley. But it's Diagon Alley. Oh, cool. and it really, so it's that small, tiny scale. Yeah. Really cool done. A really well done. Got a lot to build this winter. Uh, so I have all of the holiday brickheads now, and this week to talk about some more merchandise, they are releasing new holiday <laughs> brickhead sets. So they're gonna do two elves. Uh, they're doing a ghost to go with the witch for Halloween. They're doing a puppy dog with like flowers for Valentine's Valentine's Day, and they're doing a uh, duckling to go with the rabbit for Easter. But the cool thing is, is I can decorate my adult-ass living room with, <laughs> with Lego sets. <laughs> and you said it earlier, God bless the women. God bless the women that yeah, love the, us. The, the struggle's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there's a lot of shit she's definitely like, yeah, you can keep that in the basement. <laughs> All right, Brian, you walk into a bar there. Who, or who would you rather have a drink with, uh, Ed Brubaker or Stephen King? Ed Brubaker, because Stephen King would just creep me the fuck out. And do a bunch of coke up the rails. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Brendan? I would honestly go with Stephen King. <laughs> I would too. I think, That's my pick. Because it would creep him the fuck out. <laughs> well, I, just, I think it would be, like, I love his, like, hearing him in interviews and, like, reading about interviews that he does. I just feel like he would be a very interesting person to talk to. Whereas, like, uh, 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 another one of my favorite podcasts, uh, How Did This Get Made? They had Ed Brubaker on for oh, Daredevil it? when they did the Ben Affleck Daredevil for the piece of shit movie they got made that week. And so Brubaker was on there talking about, like, his run in Daredevil and, like, his stuff. And it was, like, it was good, but I feel like I'd be more entertained with Stephen King. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like we could, like, Ed Brubaker would be, like, a nerd out, whereas, like, I could get real with Stephen King. What about you, Tisdale? Uh, well, I think I've convinced Stephen King's the right answer. Because uh, you don't know what kind of batshit crazy stuff you're going to You know what I mean? Into. Like, wild card. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Brian, Tisdale, where can people find you at to oh, see all your it. awesome artwork? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Tisdale Printmaker. Because there's Tisdale's like, T-I-S-D-A-L-E? Correct. That's all one word. Um I'm on Facebook, but I'm never on Facebook. Mm. I'm there, but I'm not present. <laughs> that makes any sense. Do you have um, any website portfolios? Uh, no. Okay. So I should probably do that. I found out the hard way that I had to do that for all my writing. <laughs> and so uh, at one time, I had a Tumblr, but uh, I quickly that that lasted maybe the last semester of school and like a couple months afterwards, and. The rumor is Tumblr's going to die soon because well they, they got did. rid of pornography yeah <laughs> That's what you can't show boobies or anything what internet site survives with no boobies All right. good housekeeping <laughs> not for me uh, if people want to find your favorite nerds where are we at Brendan on Facebook you can find us at Nerdspeak where we do weekly live videos as well we post funny memes and videos and other news ramblings throughout the week that we do not cover on the show um, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at the hand with the handle at nerdspeak underscore. And you can reach out to us if we've said something wrong or incorrect or you don't like what we said. 
Uh, and you can use the hashtag NerdSpeak or NerdVersus to let us know. Brian, if they wanted to give us money, where could they do that? You can go to patreon.com slash NerdSpeak or NerdSpeak.1 and follow the link there to patreon.com slash NerdSpeak. There you can find uh, different uh, kind of uh, levels of sponsorship or patronage, if you would, that you can uh, help us out with and keep us on the air. Are we on the air? Not anymore. We're, we're done. Keep us recording. Or we're not live. Yeah. We're recorded. We're recorded. Recorded Keeping live. us bringing you the stellar content. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Real, real quick, thank uh, you. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, Brian, no thanks for being thank here. Thank you for being here, coming in. by all means. And I think this is a record. We're at two hours, 31 minutes. Yeah, we broke the bank on this. So, yeah. Sorry. Good guy. Oh, no, God, no. <laughs> I was going to say you come back every week. <laughs> Lord have mercy. All right, so uh, everybody have a good week. See you later, Nerd Nation. Yelly. You get to say bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>